Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Albuquerque, Wobo Wednesday. It's Wobo Wednesday, Albuquerque. Just another Wobo Wednesday. You know what that means. <laughs> I'm the, so funny. The bows are here. That's what that means. The Wobos are here. It's the Wobos. Wobos played against, today against Wyoming. Hey, some sweet redemption coming, that's for sure. At the Thomas and Max Center. Big part of the Mountain West Conference Tournament. Jeff Simbieto will be joining us at 4.15 to talk about that. The return of the Mac Center? The return of the Mac Center. I love that. The thing to me that I love the most about that, also in this like professional world of radio and broadcasting and all the cool things that we get to do, by the way, Tyler, lovely making the show go around. Hi, Tyler. Hey, guys. How we doing? Okay. It's not so bad. You sound good. This is the time when I'm most jealous of the morning show. When they get to hang out in Vegas for a week? Yeah. Yeah. Like super jealous. Like I'm a, I want to be you. I want to be the morning show. I want to be in. And it's not like when we go to the Super Bowl and sometimes it's in L.A. and sometimes in Phoenix. Correct. Next year it's yeah. in Vegas. Mountain West is in Vegas every year. Every single time. Yes. So you know you got to detox and prepare for like a month before yeah. you go and get your calisthenics up. You can go to Shotgun Willie's Vegas location. Is there one? I don't know. I bet there is. A lot of shotgun something around there. A lot of feedback on the program yesterday. That was good. Okay. For a change. The <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I got mostly. What do you mean there's not more Snoop Dogg tickets? Well, we only give away so many Snoop Dogg tickets. And we're only giving away one set of Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg tickets today. Only one single solitary only one set, of, set of Snoop Dogg tickets today. We got Jeff at 4.15, so we can't give away the tickets at 4.20 like we planned. Right. But. Tyler, who was that? That was a listener asking if the Lobo game will be on TV tonight. A friend of the show? There was a friend of the show calling? Friend of the show. So it's on the Mountain West Network. Okay. We we know this because we just went through the production to get it up in here on the studio. Took a minute. So it took a minute. And we're guys who are pretty savvy. Sure. It took a minute. So let me give you the website. I'm going to pull it up right now. So it's it's the Mountain West website, themw.com. That's easy enough. That's easy enough. Themw.com. And if you have any of these following things that I'm going to name, or if you have kids that can set it up for you. That would help. Apple TV, Fire TV, Android TV, Roku, which is not TV. Apparently, it's just Roku. The other ones are called TV. The other ones are called TV. So this one has to be TV adjacent. Okay. Okay. So you can download apps in the Apple App Store or in the Google App Store, which is called Google Play. Play? Play Store. The Play Store? Yeah. What? Like Toys R Us? I wish. All right. Anyways. You know, (laughs) I used to be a droid guy. Till you got me to switch to the Apple cult. Yeah, the better one. Because of guilt. 
because of convenience. Shame. Just how how easy it is to blue bubble. Yeah. yeah. That's like the only superior aspect is. Walking around just blue bubbling all the time? Just blue bubbling all over the place. So if you go to themw.com, there's a, it's the third one from the top. It says watch. You click on that. So, all right, I'm, I feel like I'm giving a, uh, like I'm at the library. You know so, what I'm talking about? So he give me the watch. So you click on the watch. <laughs> this is my father's watch. That's from, uh, it's from Tyler. That's from, it's from a Quentin Tarantino movie. One of his one of his older ones, so that's, to assume. Okay, nice. What are we doing here? <laughs> I think it's a good age. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good age. It's a good age. It's not old. So you scroll down to where it says, "Watch Mountain West Network Royale with Cheese." Okay, this is getting pretty complicated. It is getting. You a, said it was easy. All right, I, well, I'm telling you. <laughs> so yeah. you click on watch, and then there's a guide. So you click on the Mountain West broadcast guide. So okay, to watch. And then yet today's Wednesday, right? Okay. Watch Wobo Wednesday, duh. So it's Watch Wobo Wednesday. Beat Wyoming. Beat Wy- All right, Watch Wobo Wednesday. Not Watch Wobo Wednesday women on International Women's Day. Correct. Watch Wobo Wednesday Wyoming basketball. As they're going to beat Lyoming because they're going to take an L. Yeah, yeah, not Wyoming. Wobos versus Lyoming. Yes. So then you click on that where it says stream. Are you? Is everyone following me God, on this? no, you lost me minutes ago. Okay. So then there's a giant, there's an oversized, what size would you call this of the screen? Three quarters of the screen? Yes. All right, there's, there's a quarter of the screen of it. It's like a 13 to 9 aspect ratio square right in the middle of your screen? Correct. Okay. And you click on that. Now, there's no play button to indicate that you should click on it. It's just set up very poorly. Did you, did you hear that correctly? That I got the aspect ratio? Hey, hey. Look at the brain on Brad. Pre- pretty good aspect if you can ratio it. Uh, nope. Mm-mm. All right. So Out of the reach. So then you click play, which is what I just did, and mm-hmm. it might come through my speakers on my computer, so I'm apologizing. You can turn and, it off. Okay, and then here we are. So this what is the? so the game starts in, in what, like thirty minutes? Does it? That was five thirty. All right. Starts at five. On the so dot. We, so on the dot. I don't believe any of this. So we got a little bit of time before that time. So here's what, 505-246-0610. Call, and I'll walk you through this again. So you go to the MW.com. You click on watch, but it's not even a click. It's like a drop down. The one that says guide, click on today's game featuring your New Mexico Wobos mm-hmm. versus the Wyoming Cowlies, 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 cow. I'm trying to take the W out of cowboys, but I can't do it. Okay, cow, cowlies, coal boys, coal. Yeah, coal boys, coal boys, coal boys. Yeah. So yeah. you go to the Wyoming coal boys versus your New Mexico Wobos. Woo, Mexico Wobos. Yeah. The yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. And then you you click on that, and then you'll see a um, you'll see Justin Bietta in attendance watching the game from the stands. Is what you'll see. Yeah. So there you go. He will be joining us at four fifteen. There's currently a game going on right now. Uh, this looks to be Air Force and someone. So okay, you're up to speed. UNLV. UNLV is unlive. Yeah, but which is not unwiv because they're going to catch an L today.
Unlive would be PGA, I think. Ah, nice. Mm -hmm. We got 48 of the top 50 golfers in the world. No, you don't. You do not. I, I don't. I know that guy McElroy that never plays, that never wins. I know he's one of them. He's on the other thing. I know like five dudes, and I play golf like twice a week. <laughs> I know nothing about live versus PGA. All right, so I have some bad news if you're trying to get to the Wobo basketball game. It does not appear that you can full screen it. No. Ben, do you see a widget here to turn this into a full screen? I, you know, I got my headphones on, but I feel like I hear you clicking on it. I am. And it's just not gonna good. It's not gonna do it, huh? Not gonna. Not gonna. Naga. Naga. I'm not gonna enlarge here today. I'm not gonna do that. So. Oh, there you go, 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 go! Click it. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Okay. So apparently, if you, you got to re- do it before it loads. Yeah. If you refresh the screen and do it before it loads, and we are currently watching Air Force versus UNLV through the Mountain West Network, or any of those app things that I told you about earlier, including Apple, uh, Google, Amazon, Genesis. Hyundai, what was the other one? Jaguar. Jaguar had one, which I Jaguar. thought, yeah. So we're set up for success now. Jaguar Live. And if you're at the office, you're like, oh, this is nice. It's convenient. I can stream it on my computer during work. or Well, it actually starts at 5. Okay, I'm glad you figured that out because I could have swore it was 5.30. It was, well, the, the thing bump. says 5. It does say 5. That's where we're currently at. So in Vegas. And I see more. Okay, UNLV is also red. Never mind. I'm about to say Lobo Nation is showing up early. <laughs> They're all there. But it uh, could be some UNLV fans too. Although, if we are in your ears right now and you're in Vegas, 505-246-0610, please let us know how it feels. What's going on? <laughs> give, us the si- give us the sights and sounds. Describe the smells. In the Thomas Mack Center, not outside. Imagine being in Vegas and you're at a Lobos game. I can't imagine that. I have a very good imagination, Tyler. That's an easy one. That's a very easy one. Some dude created Star Wars. I can imagine being at a basketball game. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I think, Tyler, you're highlighting the fact that it's in Vegas. Then you get to go get loose afterwards. Is that what you're insinuating? Yeah. It's Vegas. You can get loose beforewards. During, technically. During words? I don't know the rules at Thomas Mack Center. <laughs> so we got the game set up. We're set up for success. So we'll have, Jeff, we'll have Jeff on in about five minutes. We'll preview everything that's going on. That'll be fun. Then when the game starts at five, we'll do like sporadic in and outs as we talk about the news of the day. The news of the day is plenty, Van. There is so much to talk about today. My boy... Aaron Rodgers, about to be quarterback of the New Jersey Jets. They had a meeting in Cali at Aaron Rodgers' ayahuasca compound or something. I don't know where he lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, ja, is like I called it, looks like he's going to get a slap on the wrist. Uh, an NFL receiver saved somebody's life in a burning car. What? Uh, the WNBA schedule is out. Oh, finally. And I will tell you why for the first time in history. That's interesting. Because it came out on International Women's Day? My Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguar? Jaguars. Jaguar. 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 Jaguars. 
are getting uh, a number one wide receiver and taking him all the way to the Super Bowl next year. Jamar Chase is a giant pile of garbage. Oh. He thought Jaw was bad. Let's uh, let's go ahead and attach this special word to it. Allegedly a giant pile of garbage. Uh, and Fred, there's a, a cricket player on your St. Louis Cardinals. What? You heard that correctly. We're going to talk all about that today on the program. Crikey. What program is That's that? That's crazy. This one, two men on, 95.9 yes. FM, AM 610, Esports Animal. It's a good program. We're also giving away Lobo's tickets. Are we? I meant to say Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. So Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa tickets will be given away. We're going to do that at halftime of the Lobo game. Smart. Well-timed. So that's when our tickets are going out. Halftime of the Lobo game, Snoop Dogg tickets. So we'll come up with something about that. But I think instead of like Snoop Dogg-centric trivia... And I only want this on the text, or I think we've had this talk. Mm-hmm. Instead of Snoop Dogg-centric, we're going to go with Lobo-centric. Lobo is also a dog, Fred. That's how I feel about it. I but love it. Justin Bietta, wherever we get back, it's Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to Two Men On. Joining us from Las Vegas, from the Mount West Tournament, the guy is going to tell us how the Wyoming season is going to come to an end tonight. Justin Mietta. Jeff, welcome, brother. I'm going to pipe you up here, Jeff. It's Tyler on the back end. We're going to make sure that works. Van Pum- right. We got you, Jeff. You're here with us. <laughs> Hello, fellas. How are you? Doing well, friend. How is the energy uh, out there in Vegas? How's the Mountain West Tournament coming together? No, it's good. And, uh, there's 4.40 to go in the game right now. I just moved upstairs where I thought there was less people, but it's pretty loud. And uh, 50-50, you went out in the Air Force, and you got a home team and a good crowd of Air Force people. And actually, it's pretty. It's filling up nicely. Wyoming and New Mexico always travel well for the next game. It's it's good, man. And you got, I mean, you guys know Vegas, and then you go this time of year, and everybody's here betting. You've got the Pac-12 and the West Coast Conference and the WAC and the Big West. In this this tournament, and, and there's a big convention going on. It's Vegas, and it's fun. And people are kind of pumped, man. There's a whole lot of woof, woof, woofing going on here. Although I'm told Lobos how they do not woof. I sure hear them woof a lot, and they're woofing a lot here. Is it has that Lobo conversation been a little more loud than it has been in the last several years, Jeff? Are people talking about the Lobos a little bit more nationally? The one about the Lobos. Is that conversation coming easier amongst groups in Las Vegas this season? Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, the, the global howl thing, that, I, mean, I think that's quite a down. But the, the people are coming, I think, in bigger numbers. Yeah. There, there was, and we were talking about this this morning, guys. There was a, there's a lot of people who are living on, you know, the, the eras where they went to the NCAA tournament where they were playing on Saturdays here where they were winning championships, both the men and the women. And it's been a minute. And then, look, there's a lot of global fans who take a week of their vacation every year and plan it around this trip. And it, now there's excitement, and I would I would even say expectations, right? After being 14 and 0, after being in the tournament all year long, until the last few weeks. So I I think there's a lot of lot of global expectation and talk, and it's kind of starting to feel familiar, like it did 10, 12, 13 years ago. Speaking of expectations, Las Vegas has some pretty high expectations for the Lobos today, as the Lobos seven? are seven and a half point favorites. That's a big deal. Considering they just lost by 14 in their last meeting against Wyoming, how do you see this game playing out, and why are the Lobos such heavy favorites in a contested conference tournament? So I think because it's the last place team in this league, but I'm with you. I think it's thick, don't you? I mean, it feels like that's a lot of points, seven and a half. 
for a team that's, I mean, let's be real, lost seven of their last ten, got run off the floor in their home gym by this same team. Now, granted, Jalen House didn't play. What was right. better in Wyoming? Like, as constructed, teams we're going to see out here today, Wyoming's been beat up by defection, by injury. I think Lobos should beat Wyoming tonight. Um, is, would, I, would I lay 70 half? I, I wouldn't be comfortable doing that, no. But I think they win the game by five, six points, and, and I think they move on to tomorrow. We've been talking about it all week, and we think the big difference is going to be mid-range jumpers. It's going to be a perimeter game. We don't necessarily see Wyoming guarding away from the basket. Obviously, you're there in person. Obviously, you can kind of see it. Do you have that same energy, or do you think it's going to be more of an attacking the basket, moving transition kind of thing for the Lobos tonight? Yeah, I'd like to see them work through the post, through Odesi, because I think that's where they've got an advantage. I think Wyoming's a little longer on the perimeter. Maldonado's really good. He's first-team all-conference. And then, you know, Odom and Winsler are long. So, my, my thing, I think they've got to take it to the basket and work through work through the low post. I, I don't even good. Work through the high post. Like, work through Alec. I love their high-low game. And then let them collapse and, and then go to your point, hit the mid-range jumper. The other thing is they've got to defend the perimeter. I, I think Maldonado's going to get his. Like, he's going to get his. But you've got to hope that, that Odom doesn't go nuts like he did against Nevada the other night and Wenzel doesn't go nuts. Let, let Maldonado get his 23, but, but hold everybody else in check. Jeff Sembietta joining us. He's at the Mountain West Conference Tournament. We are updating you on the Lobos. The game starts at 5 o'clock. It's hard to look past that tough loss against Wyoming, 70-56. to 56. What was that on Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day plus two? Has that been a conversation around the Lobos at all, Jeff? Are people talking about the last matchup? Yeah, I mean, that was the one I think that really, I don't know, kind of showered a lot of people, right? The last place team came into your place and not only beat you, but maybe they, they beat the Lobos by double digits and ran them off the floor. And you can only hear so much about how well Jalen House wasn't there. I mean, bottom line, with, with everything that, that Wyoming's been through, with everybody they lost, Lobos should have been good enough to beat Wyoming at home without Jalen House, and they didn't. So, yeah, there's a lot of uncomfortable wolf, wolf, wolfers right around here. Although there's, they're here in big numbers, I'll tell you that. But, yeah, everybody's, everybody's got that in their mind. Jeff, you guys do the opening drive from the Mountain West Tournament in Vegas every year. What does this year, how does this year stand apart? What's different? What's special about the Mountain West this year in Las Vegas? Ask me tomorrow because I'll get a better taste of it. Um, Because I've really just been here for the last half hour. Okay, good point. Um, (laughs) but but, but, But I will say this going in. It feels like the most competitive and wide open tournament that I've been to in a number of years where, you know, there's been years where it's, it's San Diego state and New Mexico, or it's San Diego state and Boise state. And you kind of get an idea. I, I think everybody feels like Colorado state beat Fresno by two today. I'm sitting at a one point game right now with two fifty to go. And, and don't think for a second, if UNLV gets through this game and this hometown crowd, they can't beat people. Wyoming, we've seen beat people. So man, I think more than anything going in, it's the most wide open and, and unsure. While you, you, you got San Diego State sitting at the top, I think most people think they're the best team. Not by far, man. Are they, I mean, New Mexico was a, was a buzzer beater away from beating the best team in the league, and they were the sixth team. So, I, that, to me, that's what it is. Every game feels like it can go either way. At the end of this one, the outcome, Jeff, it's the Lobos over Wyoming. You think it's by a handful, and then it's an immediate turnaround. What is the run going to be in the tournament this week for the Lobos? So 
I think they can get to Friday. Um, they didn't play well against Utah State. Now, what, what scares me if they get through Wyoming, what scares me about Utah State is they're one of the best three-pointing shooting teams in America. And what, what, what's beat the Lobos this year, right? It's been shooting over their guards on the perimeter. I think they can get through Utah State. And then if, if that happens, they run into um, – it would be, what's a 3-2 game, so they get Boise State or Nevada. Um, I, I, think they, I think they can get to the semifinals on Friday. Have you been able to put your phone down yet since you landed? How many text messages, how many missed phone calls do you have to answer? Hey, Jeff, where are you at? Hey, Jeff, what are we doing after the game? Hey, Jeff, what's the secret? Are you actually, are you actually getting to watch any basketball? I took a little nap after our show this morning. And woke up, and there were 15 missed calls and, I want to say, 30-something texts that I had to go through. Yeah, there's a lot of people in town. I caught up with some old basketball coach buddies last night for dinner. Um, had lunch with a, the guy who runs the Vegas Bowl today. Got a dinner reservation tonight with a with a good friend in the business. And there's there's a lot of lot of good people. It's, it's, I mean, you guys get it, right? You do Super Bowl every year, and it's there's people everywhere. Everybody's here. To re- reunite, you, you see people that you know you see once, two, three times a year. A good people, you get good relationships, and, and so you're able to move that in and make sure you get up at five thirty, five thirty in the morning in Vegas. <laughs> by the way, is, um, is Jeff is Cal is do the opening drive? Is Cowboy Ray there? I could have swore I just saw him in the crowd. It's either him or his doppelganger. Is it the dude? Oh, oh you mean Ray Birmingham? Yeah. Is that a guy? He might be. <laughs> I don't know. I, upstairs. I, are you watching? You're watching the Air Force game right now. Yeah, we are. I know. Yeah, it's. I'm sure you're yeah. a little bit ahead of us, but it looks like yeah, it's coming down to the very end. So this is, this is going to be an excellent weekend. I got one final question. It's about the guards, my friend. So obviously Mashburn, obviously House. Are there anyone who's got an eye on those two guys? Do they try to find you and ask questions? Are you kind of like an insider when people are are doing that that scouting for the next level? Do do people seek you out? You mean like other coaches or other teams? No, I mean, I even mean the next level. So whenever guys are, are putting consideration into collegiate players, I mean, they know how well you cover. Are you are you in access to those individuals? I, I, just people I know. Mm-hmm. And so, like I, you know, like I said, I had some dinner with some coaching friends last night, and they were asking about a lot of players in the Mountain West. And right. they're, they're here today looking at players. They're all super into the transfer portal, like everybody is. And, you know, they, so you get – Coaches are crazy how they get word who's leaving and who's unhappy and who might go. And so, you know, they, they have thoughts. I, I will tell you this. Um, I learned, you know, we, there's a lot of Jalen House talk, and I think he's terrific, but I think he's dynamic. They told me that five times this year they used Jalen House defensive plays, cut-up video, to show their teams, how to, their guards, how to play defense, oh, wow. which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, you know, they asked me about Mount West players, but only only guys I know. Like, you know, I, I don't you know. I'm by no means that level. I'm no Jeff Grammer or something like that. But um, you know, he, he he's insanely good and covers it in, in just great detail and is on the sideline every day. And he's one of the first guys I saw when I walked in the arena. Actually, hmm. so. Jeff is my boy Sebastian yeah. healthy. Does he get to rip off those tearaways and get some meaningful minutes tonight? Sebastian, yeah, is that what he said? Oh yeah. If he plays. <laughs> I mean, he's in, in active, and, and actually, there he is. So he is dressed. I, I see him poke, literally poking his head out of, and he is in a, at least he's wearing the warm-up shirt. Now, I can't see which shorts he's wearing, but if he plays, I don't think, I, if he's active, 
I do not think he gets off the bench tonight. No. <laughs> Jeff Samietta at the conference tournament. I, I want him to. Oh, I same. I like him, too. Jeff, any final words before we let you go on tonight? Any any final thing to let us go with? No, just uh, have fun. Enjoy the game. Thanks for spending some time with me. I always appreciate it. We'll be tuning in tomorrow morning for you and JJ's reaction to tonight's game and hopefully a preview of what's to come for the Lobos. Thank you so very much, Jeff. Thanks, boys. Have fun. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff Simbieta. There's some noise there. There's oh, some noise in the building. Yeah, there's some pop in that house. There's some noise going on over there. Isn't that funny how that works? The Thomas and Mack Center is like, let's go. Mm-hmm. I look forward to this every year. It's a big deal. If you're going to do something, do it really fun. That's how Vegas does everything. Vegas is kind of okay at it. We were talking about the Super Bowl going to Vegas when we were at the Super Bowl, and, and everyone who's like Vegas-centric, they're like, we don't need the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl needs us. Correct. We're Vegas. Yeah, we're fine. We'll step away for a second. Whenever we get back, we're jumping a little bit of news of the day, including John Morant, including um, – Oh, what's what's old boy's name from the Bengals? I have my notes in front of me. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is in the news. Also, we're going to talk at length about Aaron Rodgers, and it looks like his um, predetermined. Yep. Yep. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Time to rock. It's time to rock. Hey, yo, we take it to the top. It's time to rock. It's time to rock. It's 24.7 left in this Mountain West game between Air Force and UNLV. Air Force... Up one over UNLV. This would be an upset. Air Force, the number 10. UNLV, the number 7. Big deal. Got a text here from Jeff. Okay, you ready for this? Okay. Jeff Simbietta, via the text reporting, <laughs> Horsling is in short, stressed to play. Okay, great news first off. I agree. Now, here's an interesting one. Vegas is going to shift the line to like 13 and a half now that Forsling's going to play. Now, there's um, there's actually some pretty tragic stuff going on yeah. in, the, in the world of Wyoming head coach Jeff Linder. He's not there. Um, he will not coach. He is currently at home with his father, who is ill. So, uh, so there's an update on that. So, Wyoming will not have their head coach. Cool. Not cool, positive, cool into that story. Yeah. Okay. So this one's coming down in the end. 24.7 Air Force up by one. One. And UNLV is going to have the ball. We're going to actually play this one out for you. So UNLV, I don't know the point guard's name. He's with it. It's a high clear out. It's a little 1 4. UNLV attacks. There's a foul at the basket on Air Force with 17.3 remaining. So that's going to put double nickel at the line for UNLV. And let me apologize to everyone listening to this program. I don't know UNLV players. So, I mean, obvious foul at the basket. So a chance to go ahead by shooting two. Or dare I say you don't know any players outside of our beloved UNM Lobos. I mean, that Maldonado cat that Jeff was talking about, I remember from the Wyoming game because he put it on us. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I think you might be right. But this will be the one. Hits the first one. So this bad boy's tied up. It was 17.3. There's two timeouts to the Air Force side, one to the UNLV side. Second basket, no good. Clanks it. And because of that, we won't run timeouts. The clock will run. Air Force brings it down. They're actually going to call a timeout in the half court, so they're going to have 11.7, and what you're going to do is you're going to draw up a clear out with a high pick and roll, and it's going to come down to one possession with the game tied to get a high percent either drive and dish or take to the basket, draw the foul. 
I mean, that's smart analysis. You just you want to get one shot out of these last 11 seconds and not give it back to UNLV with any kind of ample time. Well, in a perfect world with 11.7, you're going to inbound. And if you are UNLV, you go for the steal on the inbound. Correct. Cool, it's not there. you got to recover. Then you're going to try to set up the high pick and roll if you're Air Force with 10 seconds left. And then at 10 seconds, you're going to try to get to the basket with about two seconds left because you're going to have everyone crashing mm-hmm. if you know you're taking. If you can get a putback, cool. If not, if UNLV can pull down a defensive rebounding boy, they only got one and some change left, the game's basically going to overtime. I don't mind UNLV fouling straight away here. Also, I believe you have to have 20 minutes to warm up, and we're currently sitting at 437. So if this one doesn't end right now, we won't have a 5 o'clock on the dot start. Here's the inbound. They're going to go with the high wing, inside look, low post, back into the basket, five seconds on it. A turn, a look. Oh, it's lost out of bounds, but it's going to stay with Air Force. UNLV does not like it. They're all running to the replay official, and immediately it's going to be called on the court. And here it is on the replay van. It's a turn. I don't know who four is for Air Force, but the big man looks like he had it. it oh, that's going to go UNLV ball. So the quick hands by the defender plays it off the high thigh of the attacking Air Force number four. I should have rosters up. I'll do this for the next game. So it's going to end up going UNLV with 3.8 left, and they have the full length of the court. So unless you're looking at a Christian Leitner full court football style, and you can't keep in mind you can't run the baseline here because it's off out of bounds off of his thigh. Right. Therefore, if you can get a half bound or a half court inbound, quick timeout. Quick timeout. Two, two seconds left, something on the backside. Sorry, I know I'm railroading here. No, that's okay. You do this for a living, and I don't. This is the thing I care about most. <laughs> UNLV fans, there's I don't, I don't there's some sort of sway music going on, so the crowd's loving it. We'll sneak in a little bit of updates of the day during this timeout, but there's only 3.8 seconds left. Tyler, I, you are not watching the game on your side of the glass. I am not, no. Okay. I, do you have a pretty good picture of what's going on here? I do, actually. It's, <laughs> I, I do that all the time, though. Just try to paint the whole thing whole. Yeah. So it's obviously a minute timeout. And the way it works in college basketball is you get 30s and you get fulls. Mm-hmm. Fulls are a minute. Now, often you burn your 30s early because they'll be up against media timeouts and they get stretched. Correct. And you end up getting extra timeouts. So you save your fulls to the end, and that's what's happened here. So we're out of the timeout. And the, you know the Thomas Mack Center is absolutely rocking right correct. now with the hometown team well, with a chance to win. To be very clear as well, that wasn't a timeout because it was a replay official. So here we are, full length of the court, UNLV to inbound the way that you called it, Van. They rounded up to four yeah. seconds as well. Up to four seconds, reset on the clock. Air Force not guarding the ball in the inbound. It's two men on, not the show. hey Two men on, number zero for UNLV, and he's the lone guy in the frame. So he's about three-point line defensively for UNLV. Everyone else is the full length of the court. So what you're not seeing off the camera is you're going to get a bunch of far backside screens trying to lose defenders. Here it comes right away. So they clear out. UNLV gets it in with about 120 feet to go, up to half court. Half, half court, court shot. Up. Oh, it's off, way high off the glass. They're going to go to overtime here. Woo! Biggest free throw you ever missed in your whole life. Uh, no. Biggest free throw you ever missed in your whole life. It would have played out different, though, because Air Force would have, they would have inbounded after the second made. There would have been a timeout right away. You'd have drawn up a play instead of just the creativity that they held up to it. Let's step away because they're on a break, Tyler. We'll come back. We'll run the rest of the hour. We will hit those stories of the day, and we'll give you the conclusion of this one and the start to the Lobos one and 
Dylan Storm is going to join us on the program today. We're excited to have him. He is the voice of the Lobos when at home. He's also the voice of the Isotopes as the Albuquerque Isotopes announced their Jackie Robinson initiative today where they're reaching out to local K-12 students to ask for essays. Even submitting an essay gets you a pack of four to an Isotopes game. Also, you have a chance to be a big winner. It's a big national contest. Yeah. If you've been in any stadium in this city, you know the voice of Dylan Storm. You do. Whether you know it or not, you know it. Baby. Like, what? <laughs> huh? Stop calling everyone baby. What are you doing? What are you doing? The clock's not on here. What are we doing, guy? Coming on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're, of course, powered by the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Our lunches are at the 66 Diner. Don't forget, please, that I-9 Sports is the sponsor of this show's varsity segment. Every single day of the week that we do a varsity segment, Van is getting strong and evolved strong. Did I already mention Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka? And if I didn't, I am right now. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, so we got a bunch of news stories. We do need to talk about them. I'm yeah. not saying we don't. Well, I mean, this is going to push the game back a little bit, so we have talk. We have time to talk about the sports and sports-adjacent world. This damn Mountain West tournament is so exciting. <laughs> we don't, and we don't do this a lot here in no. this, in this no. market. Also, from the texture. Yeah. Stoked to listen to the Lobos game with you guys instead of Sushan. And I think what they meant to say is Portnoy. <laughs> I, but, first of all, I hate that texture. Yeah. You blocked them forever. Okay. Rob Portnoy is a master class. Absolutely. Hunter Green. Fantastic. Knows the game. Both of those dudes are fantastic. But I get the sentiment. You want the sports adjacent version of yes. the Lobos game. And I appreciate the support. I'm pulling up rosters right now as we speak, so I'll be ready to go on this. Oh, excellent. I'm going to do it the way I do a game. With more jokes. UNM Sports Properties would be like, do we simulcast? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? Pump them numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Air Force chasing four. They have the ball just over two minutes remaining. In overtime, they're in a half-court possession, Van. It's a wing entry. There's nothing on the backside here. It's a cut through the middle. Another wing entry. It's a little triangle offense. UNLV being insanely aggressive on the baseline. Yes, they Brought are. Brought back out. Passing on the three-pointer is Air Force. Oh, God, that looks offensive. Attacking the baseline there. Shot clock becoming a factor now. Eight seconds. Air Force, a three-pointer. Is it good? It is not off the front iron. Easily crowded by UNLV. And without the quick foul being called, four points is... The difference in this one, 90 seconds left on the clock. UNLV is going to start to wind it down as they will take 15 at least more off of the shot clock before they start their offense with about 10 seconds. They're going to do it right here. Does the high screen come? Here it comes. Played to the perimeter, not to the baseline. There was a jumper there, but UNLV rather play the clock than the basket. Pull up three, and it is good, and that's the icing on the cake. That's it. Start the bus. If you are a running rebel, this one is now no longer in question with just a minute left. Ooh, also a big block defensively, big. but a foul called on the UNLV, and Air Force will go to the line chasing six. That block looked clean to the naked eye. I'd like to see the replay again. 68 seconds. Here's that replay you asked for, Van. So attacking the middle is... Um, uh, that's a block. The cleanest block. But I don't actually think it was called on the dude who blocked it. There was a uh, little bit of hand-checking all the way up to the basket. Obviously, we don't have the audio on, so I can't tell you who the foul went to. But Air Force will be at the line, 68 seconds, chasing six. And I think you're right, Van. The foul was on zero, and that looks like that's going to put him out of the competition as he has too many fouls to proceed in this matchup. And since we've been watching, Zero's been playing some fantastic defense down low. Correct. So 
a new cat checks in. UNLV, they're stacking the box. Air Force has got two down. The first one is a good one from Air Force, so we're back to a two-possession game, six-point difference. you got to think Air Force is the better free-throw shooting team because um, reasons. I don't What do you mean by that? Melanin levels. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't, I don't super subscribe to that idea, but... Um, I, I come from the Kendrick Perkins School of Basketball, so... Oh, God, that's how he feels. <laughs> 80% of uh, MVP voters are white. Therefore, white guys will win it. Like, what do you... Kendrick, shut up. Shut up, it's Kendrick. There's been, been three since Larry Bird. Chill out. No, I... Well, and what you just said about... I think that used to be true with, like, jump shooters, like a... Who are the obvious ones? Uh, Maravich, Hornacek, mm. uh, Stockton, Kerr, Paxton. There are all these guys where you were like, okay, these guys are shooter, shooter. But the way the game has changed, Steph Curry. The way the game has changed, Clay Thompson. The way the game has changed, um, what's old boy's name in Portland? That's a stud. Dame Dimes. Yeah, Dame Dimes. Like, dudes can just shoot now. It is not that Scottie Pippen style athletic slash to the basket and Everybody's only finish that. at the rim. Everyone's a pull-up guy Everyone's now. that. And that's what gets you from the collegiate level to the pro level is mid-range jumpers. Everyone can shoot a three in the college level. Everyone can finish at the basket in the college level. It's the dudes that can do it in that 15 to 20 feet in between both of those. Those are the dudes that go and play at the next level. Not just mid-range jumpers. Contested, well-contested oh, mid-range jumpers. Now you're talking about art. I was talking about function. <laughs> I, can, I can sit around and pop 12, 15-footers at the YMCA gym. But if Fred puts a hand in my face, now, I'm worthless. I don't even got to put it in front of the ball. <laughs> Just in front of your face. 65 seconds remaining. Six, sec- six points the difference. UNLV will have the ball. Now, I believe there's a foul in the inbound, two timeouts aside. So that's going to give UNLV the ball at half court. I'd have to check the foul totals, but that's my understanding. Now, if they're on the line, this thing is donezo. Sure. So the way that the official is pointing, it looks like he is on the line. So UNLV will go to the line, double nickel to shoot. And again, we're just looking at a five-point difference here. So if UNLV hits the next two, we're in a three-possession game. There's not enough time for three possessions. UNLV, two timeouts, Air Force with only one. First free throw is good. And this one's got implications down the road because... Obviously, the the Wobos will win tonight. The Wobos will be winners. In easy fashion. When UNLV at home, you know, I'm not saying it's an unfair advantage. Right. Second free throw, no good. Offensive rebound to the free throw shooter, though. Air Force comes out to foul, and that's going to be the end of this one, Van. There's just not enough time. 61 seconds remaining. You told me there was a minute left. Six point Air difference. Force was down six, and they had three timeouts. And I'm like, watch this. They can do it. But only one timeout, down six. The boys, UNLV's at the line, about to go up. Make that seven. Yeah, just absolutely heart-wrenching for those that are a fan of Air Force. They had an opportunity at the end of regulation. Literally lost it off their own legs. And it should have been closed up by UNLV in regulation. It's such a game of just moments and inches, you know. Up eight. Air Force takes it over. They turn and it over in the half court. Immediately. And the clock will expire on this one. UNLV, well, there's some reason a foul. I have no idea what this is, but it doesn't matter. That's the game, my dude. There's time on the clock, but that's the game. 
Man, you got to cue the Benny Hill music on that last possession. Not the one you wanted. It kind of just like elementary school, first time ever on a basketball court, just ball just came out of his hands. So I thought there would be a timeout here, but they're saying otherwise. They're just saying, no, UNLV, now it's your ball on the sideline. So I almost wonder if it was an errant whistle. So UNLV has it. It's a full court pressure, but what's interesting is it's a half court inbound. <laughs> so UNLV tries to dribble out of a foul. They cannot. They'll go to the line. And like I said, the, the time will just run out. So UNLV will advance over Air Force. It was a good game that ended in overtime. And what it's going to do is it's going to push back the start of the Lobos game, which is going to put back our giveaway of Snoop Dogg tickets because we're going to do that at halftime of the Lobos game. Well, we better be on air. The or <laughs> Stay tuned. Halftime or we're giving away three sets tomorrow. No, we'll get it away for sure today. This turn, this time of year is so good. There's not another time of year in sports. This is actually really good for Lobo fan. If you're listening to us like you just got out of the office, you're the guy that leaves at 453 or whatever because you know how the time clock works. Nice. If you're that guy, Tyler's like, yeah, no, I super know about that move. If you're that guy. You can make it home in time for the Wobo game now. You can go to Howie's sports page. You can do whatever right now. Go watch the Wobo game. Dylan Storm will be joining us this afternoon. We're going to talk about he. He is the voice of the Lobos. We're going to talk about the Lobos. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Some really cool community stuff going on. He's a dude, man. I'm excited to hear all about it. He's a full-on dude. As reported to us by Jeff Simbietta, Forsling is in uniform, ready to go. Big news. That is big news. Or it's news about a big guy. (laughs) If he gets 10 quality minutes, that's what, 40 points? Mm Mm-hmm. 26, 27 rebounds? 11 blocks, probably? He doesn't get a lot of steals, so probably only eight steals. It's a good 10 minutes. Full court pressure here from Air Force. They're going for the steal, not the foul, and they eventually can't get the steal, so they commit the foul. So like I said, this one's winding down. It's all been done. Tyler, let's do this. Let's step away a moment early. When we get back, we'll come back at five on the dot. Late news of the day, because this one will be played out. We'll just give you the final score. I'm going to start with the John Morant story. Smart. He's got to do something real good with this. I don't know what real good means. I don't even know what something means. I have an idea. But this is like when you get a one-up man in Mario. Like, you got an extra life here. Figure this thing out. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Lobo basketball update. Tip-off will be at 530. UNLV is the winner over Air Force. There you go. Voila. Tyler, we jumped straight into the program today. How are you, brother? Everything good? I'm doing great, man. Yeah? I can't complain this home day. You're halfway there, brother. Yeah. Halfway there. I can't complain. Whoa! Living on a prayer. That's not the lyrics. That's not even close to the lyrics. He's halfway there. You were doing your own thing. Naturally. I said complain, but you could have went with like an Avril Lavigne thing. I don't know Avril Lavigne. I'm very sorry. Uh, please don't don't put a G on it. It's not Avril Lavigne. <laughs> what is it? 
Sarah Levine. Everyone knows Levine? That. Everyone knows that. There's not a G? It's It's like whenever my this is bad. Right, how do you say baloney? What do you mean like what? Like if something like if if like Joe Biden's telling a story and I know it's not true. Right. Yeah. How would you say that? Baloney. <laughs> baloney. There's a bunch of baloney. There's no G. Like Balogna? Balogna. Balogna? No one says that. Ever living in Balogna? Okay, so there is a G. There is a G. It's a silent G. G. In Baloney? Okay, you weren't given the full story, boys. (laughs) You put the G at the end. Living. I'm going to look at it. The way you're saying it is the way I'm saying you're saying it. And it's Avril? (laughs) That's... She's one of the biggest pop Levine. stars of the last 20 years. That's what I said. Avril Lavigne. Stop. Again. What? I'm hearing it at the end, too. Yeah, you're the way you're doing it. Where do you think the G is? That's all right. Good. good Lavigne. Lavigne. Please stop for all of us. Yeah, that's sitting weird. Yeah. We're not angered. We're just sad. So even though I don't know how to say her last name. Uh, Instagram forced upon me the knowledge that her and Tyga are dating. So congratulations to the Tyga Laving family. What? Yeah. I don't know who Tyga is either. They seem nice. She was married to Chad Kroger until like 2015. Hey, look, Chad Kroger. I don't know what he does for a living, but I'm assuming it's grocery related. According, doing some great work out there. According to People.com, Avril Lavigne is engaged to Maud's son. They called it off after two years of dating one day ago. So. Avril Lavigne. And Tyga's tangled connections to the Kardashian family have fans totally, quote unquote, grossed out. And Tyga. All right. Hear me out, Tyler. Let's go. Let's hang up this show. Go to the corporate office, propose a pop culture center program that you host where you try to explain all this stuff to me in van. I okay. love this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Here's the name of the show. You know how this show is called Two Men On? Yeah. For Tyler, it's going to be called My Two Dads. Aw. <laughs> and it's just him trying to explain to his two dads. He's going, Van, why are you spelling Tyga with an R? <laughs> That's not... <laughs> So why did you put a capital R on there? <laughs> That's a really hard capital R. No, take the G out. Uh, nice. Take the G out. Hey, good for Avril Lavigne. She's uh, robbing the cradle here, five years older. That's not robbing the cradle. Well done. Well, when you go for I guess men, she would be being robbed, right? Or she's five years older. Right? She's, the she's, robber. she's five she's years older. older. Is she yeah. the robber or the Robbie? Robbie Anderson. Okay. Robbie Gould. We're doing Robbie's now? Okay. The I-9 varsity of Robbie's. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Horrible idea. John Morant will remain away from the Grizzlies for at least the next four games after these games that he's already missed. That would be at least six games. Glendale, Colorado, which is a which is like a municipality, which we're only going to call Denver moving forward because it's confusing. Mm-hmm. So Denver says police have closed their investigation into Grizzly star John Morant, and there will be no charges or crime. If they wanted to, they could bring a few charges yeah. against John Morant. But he's rich. 
but he's rich and famous, and it's not worth the effort because they want to go solve real crimes, allegedly. Glendale Police Department was not able to determine that probable cause existed for any filing of the charges. In this case, it should be noted that on the night in question, the GPD did not receive any calls for service at the nightclub regarding a weapon of any type. Subsequently, no disturbances were reported and no citizens or patrons of the club came forward to make a complaint. The investigation also concluded that no one was threatened or menaced with the firearm, and in fact, no firearm was ever located. That means quit it, media. Let us go do our job. And if they wanted to, because Colorado is an open carry state, and you can open carry if you if your primary residence is in another state, as long as you have your current paperwork with you saying that your state is also open carry, you can open carry in Colorado. There's a couple, um, the little, le- little Shyamalan twist there, as it's illegal in Colorado to possess a firearm while under the influence of alcohol. And it's also illegal to carry a firearm on federal property, which the strip club shotgun willies is not federal property. You know, it gets interesting with airplanes, though, because that would the FAA or the FFA. So, yeah, that this is just the Colorado aspect of the case. Correct. Him brandishing a firearm Correct. in the strip club. So this, and, he could still get in trouble with the NBA. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, let's break that down real quick because there's you, there's a lot of governing bodies here. Number one, the government. That's uh, number one. Yeah, yeah. They just said the eh. government governs. Yeah. Then you got your team laws. You got the Grizzlies. Yeah. Then you got your league laws. You got the NBA. You can flip those. I don't care. Whatever. Getting through the legality part of it is going to be a saving grace. And we talked a lot earlier this week about his fall from grace. Right. And I, like you, like Tyler, I love a redemption story. Same. Hey, give me, give me Robert Downey Jr. Give me Harry Connick Jr. Give me Sammy Davis Jr. Hold on. Give, Harry Connick Jr. had a fall from grace? Are you joking? I I don't know a lot about Harry Connick Jr. Hey, Google him on the dark web. I'm go oh, No. I'm never going on the dark web again, Fred. I told you that. I love Freddie Prince Jr. Did he have a fall from grace? Are you being serious? I know Freddie Prince Sr. did. What are you doing right now? You're just naming juniors and accusing them of crimes they didn't commit. I Did I say Jamal Mashburn Jr.? No. Did you say Van Nunley Jr.? No one says Van Nunley Jr. Hold on. VNJ doesn't sound... Like a cool series of letters. V and J? Yeah. Oh, no. It's like a, an African disease you get when you didn't get your shots and you went to the jungle. You, yeah, you got the wrong it's like, serum. Oh, God. Fred came back with the V and J. He's got to take two Quarantine. weeks off of work. Quarantine. <laughs> get him some oranges. <laughs> Is it limes or oranges? Give him both. Both. Just any citrus. He's yes. got V and J. Blend it. It's dire. Get out the, there's more nutrients when you blend it. <laughs> also colloidal silver. <laughs> Aerated. Hey, Put it in a spray bottle. Contact your dumbest aunt on Facebook. He needs essential oils. Infused. Stat, please. Tyler, which one of your moms or aunts is the essential oil lady? Uh, both. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that tracks. All of the above. I got one, too. What's the, what's the big one? The ca- Yankee Candles? 
That's a big one. Yeah. What? You know about Yankee Candles? No. Is oh. that a pyramid scheme, yeah. too? Uh, well, you can get them retail, too, but they have, like, yeah, the answer is yes. You got to buy, like, 100 at once and then you sell 10 of them to 10 people? My mom was in um, 505-246-0610. Talk to us about your spouse's pyramid scheme. <laughs> now, hold on. I love this segment. It, varsity of pyramid schemes. The varsity of pyramid schemes is yeah, very good. All right, today's it. I-9 varsity is the varsity of multi-level marketing. Love that. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, the varsity of MLMs. Should I text Dylan Storm and tell him to get prepare his varsity of pyramid schemes? No, because what he'll do is he'll prepare this. He'll go, well, Van, actually, I am invested in a wine company that will not just make <laughs> you feel better. It will make those around you feel better as well. It's called Snake Oil Wines. Snake Oil Wines, which originated in the great Southwest. And you're like, stop. Yeah. Like, what a coincidence. I'm part of the Snake Wine Essential Oil Company. I have this job. It's relatively public. I grew up with a lot of people that don't have relatively public jobs, like the people from the previous walk of my life, like childhood. I'll get a call pretty regularly. I'm going to say, not what are you, no, it's a lot. Monthly? Somebody will call me monthly. Okay. And they'll say, hey, Fred, exciting opportunity. And I'll, you know, I always carry a pen. I'll literally throw my pen in the air and go, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a very exciting opportunity. For you to make money off of suckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Fred, hear me out. I know you got a good platform over there. No, you're right, I do. What if Pyrex? <laughs> My God, <laughs> everyone already has it. What am I? Am I gonna? Am I gonna sell them more Pyrex? <laughs> is that your? Is that your plan, Advocare? You know, Fred, we do a big conference in Dallas every year where they bring us out, and there's hundred thousands of us, and we have our hundred thousand dollar recognition. And this, I go, oh, they bring you out. They like pay for your ticket. Well, no. no. Oh, okay. No, no. But they got your hotel, right? Well, they don't have my hotel. No, they they didn't buy the hotel. But guess who got two new timeshares? <laughs> <laughs> well, Fred, if I sign up six new people in my teams, now they're teams, not pyramids. If I sign up six new people in my teams, I get free airfare to Fort Wayne. Now, I know the thing's in Dallas, but that's where our deal's at. So then I have to Uber over. And you're like, that's not a good deal. Yeah. It's also, a, you could just buy it at Walmart. From, don't, don't start a pyramid scheme from stuff that you can get at the Walmart. From the live chat. Investors, possibly you. <laughs> you remember when uh, COVID hit? So, Naturally. All right, so COVID hit, and I got all that, like, um, government COVID money because, like, I got fired from my day job, and we were doing radio as a hustle. Uh-huh. So I was putting all that COVID money into Bitcoin. Do you remember that? I do. So I, bu- I just bought a ton of Bitcoin, and then whenever Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live, I sold it all. Mm-hmm. And I had a ton <laughs> of extra money from Bitcoin. Don't listen to me right now, IRS. And it wasn't that much, let's be honest. I mean, it was not a little bit, though. And you went with the meme. I went you with a, the meme one. You went Dogecoin. That's the one I went with. And I said... You made a chunk off of Dogecoin. I made, I made more money off Dogecoin than Tyler will make this year. <laughs> and all these people were like, Fred, buy this. Buy this thing. I mean, I I don't need to have a timeshare at Red Lodge in the Ozarks of Missouri. I don't go back there anymore. No. Too many mosquitoes. Too, there's so many. And racists. That, there's so many. <laughs> you know, Fred, I'm starting an app. Are, are you? Cool. Are you starting an app? What, like cheese sticks? Fried zucchini? That's the best app. Yeah. 
Spin dip? You talking about spin dip? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Seven-layer dip. Today's 99 Varsity, our University of Apps. <laughs> you know you're in a nice restaurant where you can get chicken wings as an appetizer and main course. From the Sports Animal chat line, food apps better than digital apps. Yes, that's literally the joke we're yeah. making. Yeah, thank what you. we're saying. Giving away Snoop Dogg tickets at halftime of the Lobos game. We're very excited about that. Also, if you're streaming the Lobos game on your computer, because you have to at the MountainWestNetwork.com or the MW, what was it, Van? TheMW.com. Also, pull us up on the live stream. Get us on YouTube. Get us on Facebook Live. See what Tyler literally looks the way we describe him. Come hang out with us. Get in the Sports Animal live chat. Also, the Sports Animal text line is open, 505-246-0610. Also, Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. Call and talk to your boys because we're just laughing a lot today. Grab a break. When we get back, a little bit more on this John Morant thing because I'm not done breaking it down. And then we are, I believe, to be, and I don't have this officially, 14 minutes away from tip-off where we're going to give you, uh, well, basically all the exciting action of the game throughout this broadcast. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Sports Animal Hotline. Friend of the show, JB. I hope it is pyramid scheme related. JB, welcome. It's close. It's close. <laughs> so we, we, spoke, we spoke back in January when Chris Beard got fired. Yep. And we all said that probably he would end up with a, with a, a job by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I, I meant to call a couple of days ago when I saw it, but he interviewed. Ole Miss. going to interview Ole Miss and... Now that Mark Adams is out at Texas Tech, Texas Tech is looking at him again. Oh. So, what are they doing? It doesn't matter. I mean, just the mere fact that we said people will put that aside to look at him, and it's come to fruition. The char- when were the charges dropped? Like mid-February? We didn't go over it on the show because kind of didn't really right. go with my narrative, you know? Sure. <laughs> but yep. Yeah, it was like mid-February charges got dropped. And you're right, JB. It was like just immediately people were ready. Yeah, they, they – and. As soon as Kermit Davis was let go at Ole Miss, they were like, "We've already talked to, already flew him out, already flew him out, right?" Kermit Davis so, struggled. I, I think know, was he under five hundred? I, I mean, I think it would be really interesting if he does end up in the SEC because Texas will be there in twenty four. Oh, so, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's the long burn. Yeah, I know, right? And I think that's a program that I thought Kermit Davis was going to do really well there. I really did, um, and it just hasn't happened. Of course, now Chris Jans is kind of got Mississippi State, they're kind of feeling a little bit. Everybody's like, you know, they're the hot team now in the SEC. Um, so I think it would be a great addition if he goes to the SEC. I'd rather see him go there and then go back to Texas Tech. I think if he goes back to Texas Tech, he takes a step backwards. Where if he goes to Ole Miss, it's more of a – I wouldn't say a step up from Texas, definitely, but it's more of a lateral move from where he is. Well, right? it, it would, Texas Tech has to be a step backwards because he took him to the championship in 19, is that right? So they're not going to yeah. win a national championship. So there's no way you can right. go forward with that job. Like, it's only going to be going backwards with that job. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Um, so I just want to call in and touch base on the Chris Beard thing because I thought it was interesting that we kind of all seem to think their people were just going to be like, ah, charges, marches, whatever. Yeah, you, you know? called it. You called it, Jibby. Um, yeah. And then what, what do you guys got for tonight? What do you got with the Lobos in Wyoming? What do you think? Oh man! So we had we had two, right, Van? I didn't mean to step on your hair. We had two. I had my off the air and I had my on the air. My on the air, 
Seven and a half is the line. I I always trust Vegas. Keep it tight. Seven and a half. I got. I like the Lobos. Off the air, it better be twenty points. Yeah, it better be twenty points and going away for this team because Wyoming put it on us last time. It, there's a tough situation going on with Wyoming's head coach right now. He's not with the team. This is this is the one that starts the run. If you don't have this one, I mean, obviously you don't play anymore after this. But yeah, this is the one where it has to be right. Otherwise, I don't know what I knew about this whole season. Mm. Okay, just got to be a statement game. You got to let the Mountain West yeah. know that you're here to play some real basketball. Also, it feels very trappy without Wyoming's coach. Mm-hmm. They got that little miracle thing to play for. They're looking for a great storyline. Let's do it for coach. Well, like you got to watch out for situations like that. JB Van, I don't know if you guys subscribe to this, but I think during tournament play, there's an energy to a building. The first game is a one point game. The second game is an overtime game. Does this one end up being a thriller too? Right. Like, because I think officiating and crowd and the energy of a, I literally think the energy of a building is real, by the way, by my essential oils. But I think this one comes down to, it could come down to the very end. And as long as I leave entertained with a Lobo victory, I'm, I'm the happiest dude in the world. I, I, yeah, that would be ideal. But I just don't trust this team. Mm. I don't trust this team in the second half. In the second half of the season, you were, they were sitting pretty, and they just fell apart in the second half of the season. And it's inexplicable. That double overtime loss to 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 you and to Nevada Reno kind of set the tone for their descent. Had they won that, had they figured out how to inbound the ball and how to get a shot off on those two possessions, this is a different season. I I truly believe that. Well, I and, subscribe to that completely. Yeah. And and it just it's inexplicable that this team is is where they are. Do you know there's still people in the national media that's picking this team to win the Mountain West Conference and still make the tournament? I would like to follow them on Twitter. I love that. I want send, their, send us their info. We'll give them, them a, on the show. We'll give them a call right now. What are they <laughs> yep. doing in the next it's, four minutes? It's crazy because when you watch them play individually, you've got three guys that are really good, and then you've got role players here and there that, that when they play their role really well, they're a really good team. When we're hitting threes, we are like we did against Fresno State that last game here. When they play like that. They're hard to beat. Seriously, they could they could probably they could probably play with a lot of people because they can put up ninety. But it's just sometimes their defense eludes them. I just don't trust that team tonight. I'm going. I got a guy to go to Wyoming. I'm going to say Wyoming by five. Oh, I hate that. I hate everything about it. What are you doing? I do too. I do too. I hate it, but that's what I'm going. I think that's what's going to happen. Right, Tyler. He's going to come out and play loose, and I think they're going to drain threes on us like. We don't know what to do. JB. And I'm afraid that's what's going to be. Set a timer for your phone for tomorrow. Uh-huh. Five o'clock on the dot. Call the program. Because we're either going to talk about okay. how right you were or we're going to preview the big next one. Because okay. I like to me, and I would appreciate a by the skin of the teeth, super exciting, but I want Lobos going away. Totally. And I, and I think, because this is the worst year Wyoming's ever had. What are they, 9-21? and 21? Now, they did have a big one against the Lobos. Four and fourteen in conference. This team, from what I saw when they were this team, and I'm not talking about the current example. This team, when they were that team, they should put it on these boys. They should put it on them by twenty. Should. Yep. They should. We'll see what happens. So. <laughs> All right, JB. Good call, brother. There's there's a reason thanks, Ve- Vegas. Hey, thanks, JB. Great call. There's a reason Vegas has them seven and a half point favorites. Mm. That is a lot in a conference tournament. 
Hey, but Jeff said it earlier. Maybe JB was alluding to it, and you and I talked to it off the air. That Maldonado kid who's all Mountain West. Yeah. All Mountain West picked by the coaches, y'all. He, uh, that notwithstanding, UNM is better top to bottom. Wyoming had their game of the year right here in the pit against the Lobos. and ran them out of their own building. Not going to happen again. Lobos going to play way better basketball. If JB wanted to call and say, hey, Vegas is super wrong here. Take Wyoming and the points. Like, sure. Hot take. I like that a lot. Wyoming winning? Nah. About to be that guy right now? You go to Wyoming's website to try to get the roster? Because I was going to print out the roster while we watch this game. You have to disable your ad blocker. 537 tip. 537. So we're nine minutes away? Correct. No, that's not correct. We're nine minutes away. Do not tell me I need to disable my ad blocker. Hey, Fred. Nope, don't do it. Disable your ad blocker. I swear to God, dude, you just told me to do that. You know, if you got 10 of your friends to disable their ad blockers, <laughs> you wouldn't have to disable your ad blocker. <laughs> you know, I work for New Mexico State, or New Mexico State, um, New Mexico Highlands University, mm-hmm. and uh, I have to print a lot of rosters. So it's like a thing I can do with my eyes closed, whatever. Some of these schools have it to where you can never get rid of the player portrait whenever you go to print them. And I don't have a lot of pet peeves in my life, but I don't want to look at early 20-year-olds' terrible haircuts right now. The amount of terrible haircuts that early 20-year-olds are walking around with, broccoli tops, I don't need this. I'm going to stay quiet on this one. Well, you got a mop, Tyler. Yeah, what are you doing? You look like you, look you, don't, like you, got, got, you don't got a broccoli top. Hey, you're, one of the, you're one of the drummers that got kicked out of the Beatles. The drummer. The drummer. Was there multiple drummers kicked out of the Beatles? I think there's just the one. I thought there was multiple. Show you what I know. Are you looking it up? <laughs> I have to. Usually I could just conjure this name up, but for whatever reason right now, brain fart. You're talking about the fifth Beatle? <laughs> Pete Best. Pete Best, the fifth Beatle. Yeah, he's the fifth Beatle. Pete Best. I mean, actually, you know, Pete, don't, not, don't. not that Why? Good. Come on, dude. Pete. Not a Beatle, but pretty good. Pete, technically second best. Pete Silver. (laughs) (laughs) Pete, uh, Pete, Pete, you know, you know what, Pete? Not bad. Not good. No. Not bad. When we get back. Oh, by the way, 505-246-0610, if you're looking for Snoop Dogg tickets, not going to happen until halftime. Until halftime. Quit texting us Snoop. Quit no. texting us Doggy Style. On the Sports Animal text line? Quit texting us, what's my MF name? Those are not answers to any questions. Just wait for halftime. Yeah. Whenever you just send the phrase, drop it like it's hot, we don't know what you're talking about. We're assuming it's Snoop Dogg, but mm-hmm. it could be... The takes? <laughs> drop these takes like they're hot? Sometimes, Tyler, the text line, the sports animal text line, we'll get obvious texts that we're supposed to go to, like, someone's wife. It's like 35 minutes on high heat. <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> to my surprise. To my surprise. Sebastian, the Swedish streetball forceling, did dress out today. 
For whatever reason, he's not in the starting lineup, Fred. Opening tip whenever we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Lobos won the opening tip. Udezi went inside. Lobos got eight. Wyoming has three. Right before you sat down, a nice little mid-range splash from MASH. Your Lobos up 8-3 early. Midway, a mid-range splash from MASH? Yeah, baby. Dang, dude, you're getting pretty good at this thing. Have been. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, friend in real life, also... The guy who's making this live stream look a lot freaking better. Oh, my goodness. Immediately. Dylan Storm. Dylan, welcome to the program, brother. How are you? What's going on, gentlemen? I am doing fantastic. You're here to tell us what's going on, my man. What's going on with you? What's going on with the ice toast before all that? What's going on with your Lobos? <laughs> eight. They draining some shots over there? Yeah, up 8-4 early, 16-04 remaining. But you were sitting down with us, talking a little bit about Jackie Robinson and a cool initiative you got going on over at Ice Toast Park. Absolutely. This is... Honestly, fantastic. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, as you know, uh, if you don't already, opening night, April 4th, yeah. baseball, baseball will be back. And what we decide, we've been celebrating Jackie Robinson for, for a while, yeah. right? We, we celebrate it every year. This year, though, Lo- specifically the isotopes or all, all of us as a people? <laughs> <laughs> I hope all of us as a people, okay, specifically good. the isotopes. But, but certainly what we're, what we're trying to do this year is really involve the community in a way that we never have before. And that is going to be done through the Jackie Robinson Celebration Project, which is pretty much this community initiative that we're putting out to students' grades K through 12, Essentially challenging them to study up on Jackie Robinson. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Not just the man that he was on the field, but off the field as well. And everything that he's done for, for civil rights and, and activism, uh, essentially what we're asking is write a paper, do a work of art, uh, express yourself and this knowledge that you've gained in whatever fashion you'd like, bring it into Isotopes Park and you get four free tickets to our Jackie Robinson game on April 8th. Do you know how quick Ooh. grade school me would have wrote a poem? Yes. you know how quick I would have wrote a poem about Jackie Robinson? A haiku, Robinson? perhaps? So fast. You know how long it would take for you to write a good one, though? Like a, About Jackie Robinson? About 10 seconds. <laughs> Source material is real good on that. Jackie Robinson Celebration Art and Essay Project. Students are encouraged to write an essay or create a piece of art celebrating the light of Jackie Robinson. Open to students grade K through 12. Students receive four reserve level tickets to Jackie Robinson Celebration Game on what day? April 18th. Tuesday, April 18th against the Oklahoma City Doijas. We're trying to pack the place. Let's go. You know, tell everybody you know. Uh, you want us to come tell, out? Ask us to come out. We'll come, come out. on. Come on out. Tell your teacher friends. Tell your neighbors. Yeah. Uh, we we want we want all the students in the community honestly submitting something to us. Van matches with a lot of teachers on the dating app. Van, mm-hmm. can you can you start opening with this? Van? I'll, uh, I'll send out a mass text right now. Yeah, Tyler uh, has a lot of teachers in his life because he uh, started a lot of school and never finished it. That's right. T- Tyler, can you reach out to them? No, one hundred percent. Okay, so this is you're, in- you're thinking of probation officers. Those are different than teachers. Oh, those are different. That's yeah. yeah that's mm-hmm. what. For more information, obviously Albuquerque or com. Uh, dropped off, completed submissions to Isotopes Park Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And that the deadline to get everything in is the Friday before the Tuesday games. Correct. April Correct. 14th. April 14th is the deadline. But honestly, I'd encourage people to start uh, turning in their submissions this week. Yeah. Uh, 
it went live today, and yeah, the sooner the better, honestly. And then, so it, the the bottom line is, turn in a piece of art that represents Jackie Robinson in any way, you, you get four tickets to a game. That's the bottom line. You get four tickets to a game, absolutely. Um, Got to give a shout out to a few of the people we're partnering with. Uh, ninety nine point nine, the beat. Well, not them. I mean, get American Chamber of Commerce. Okay, them, yeah, I them for sure. The yeah, city of Albuquerque. They're the best. Rude Boy okay. Cookie. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. They've been they've been pivotal. Yeah, they're getting out to Mike. I heard they're getting into weed now. That's their new thing. Yeah. Okay, helps cookie sales. There you go. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> You do have some good, you, and obviously, like the partners of this. Um, I mean, this is a big deal, my man. Like, is is it all AAA baseball? Is this an initiative the Ice Steps took on their own? Was this you sitting at the office saying, "How can I, how can I create something that puts a proper spotlight on a proper individual?" You know, this is something where every year we're always trying to outdo ourselves. Yeah, right. We're always coming together in the off season and saying, "Okay, this is something we do. How can we make it better?" Right. And again, meeting also with this, these um, these local partners. Right. And these local advocates and just joining these ideas together. Uh, a lot of brainstorming. And a lot of times it's throwing something at the wall and being like, OK, that's a great idea. Can we actually execute on that idea? Right. And what's one of the things that's so exciting about this is we are executing on it. We're making it happen. This is exclusive to the isotopes. Right. You know, we're the only team that's 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 doing this initiative. But We've also we're, we're partnering with the, the Jackie Robinson Foundation. You know, we've gotten a blessing from them to to go forward with Excellent. this. So it, it's something where um, you know Jackie was a catalyst for for change. Obviously, and we want to be a catalyst for just how we celebrate him. The, the Isotopes family is so fantastic at engaging the community, and this is just another great example. You took it from honoring the man, honoring the legacy of Jackie Robinson to this year engaging in the community and spreading awareness, not only what he did breaking the color barrier, but everything he did after his career as well. Is this just another great example of like, hey, let's take it to the next level. Let's step it up one more time. Because it seems like you guys at the Isotopes always find a way to take it to the next level. Well, thanks. I mean, we are, we try to be interwoven into the fabric of this community. It's something we, we truly pride ourselves on. Uh, and it's something where our involvement with the community is always first and foremost. It starts with Michelle Montoya, a director of community relations. And fantastic. It, it, it's something that we're, we're just, we care immensely about. And, you know, you know about Jackie Robinson. I know about Jackie Robinson. I'm sure a lot of your listeners know about Jackie Robinson, but I'm not sure, you know, a six, six year old knows right. about Jackie Robinson. Right. And, and maybe they do, maybe they don't, but if they do, maybe it's okay. This person played baseball, you know, as far as just going a little bit more in depth with, with his career, both on the playing field, but also off and his advocacy for, for civil rights. It's something that's just tremendously important, not just obviously for the game of baseball, but to the country and, and all sports. You know, what's interesting to me about Jackie Robinson is there's the, yeah, Jackie Robinson, obviously, but then you have the Jackie Robinson of other sports, and I think it's referred to that way. It's after Jackie kind of paved the way. Every Ashburn drains a three. Lobos up six, and we'll come back to that after we finish this. But it's at, there's it kind of set the pace for now. Every other sport can do it. So it wasn't just baseball. It wasn't just the inclusion of America's game, but it was the inclusion of like America. Boom, which completely. Me, yeah, which was so incredible to me about how before he and the Dodgers and, and obviously 
is it April 15th? That's Jackie Robinson Day officially? Is that officially, correct? yeah. Yeah, which the isotopes are not at home. Correct. And that's why we're celebrating on the 18th. Correct. Okay. And then, yeah, just how that allowed, I don't know, every other sport to, to cross that boundary. And, and I think that's you know, something to keep in mind. Go ahead. That's, that's a great segue, honestly, because, because we're not just throwing, you know, this, this kind of assignment out to, to students. We're, we're giving you some prompts. Yeah. Right? And one of those prompts is, essentially, have you ever had the desire to be the first at something? Right. Right? To, to make headway. And if so what might that be and how would you accomplish that, right? So there's something to this that, that truly also uh, hopefully is inspiring to, to the kids participating. Well, and Tyler had that earlier this week because he wanted to be the first to announce that Snoop Dogg was coming to town, and he was able to do that this week. So you're kind of the Jackie Robinson of Snoop Dogg coming to town, Tyler. Right, and I think I generally alert people of a Snoop Dogg presence just with my own presence. That's, so. Yeah, I think that's yeah. insanely correct. <laughs> yeah. There are, I got to hear, let's do this when we get back. I have a bunch of different art styles that I would like to see Jackie Robinson represented in. I'm going to present those to you, Dylan. You tell me which ones you think are good and which ones you think might need a little bit of growth. That works for me. Two men on with Dylan Storm on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. The program is two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. If you want to connect with the program, two men on on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You can on the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. Sports Animal Text Line, 505-246-0610. Sports Animal Live Chat on the live stream where you can see St- Stormy Boy is what I wrote his name as, Dylan Storm. I appreciate that. Thank you. Got you. When's the last time you called Stormy Boy? Uh, I get, I, you know, I get the Stormy from time to time, but it's yeah. a very select crowd. Yeah. And you have to have earned that place. What about Stormy Boy, B-O-I? Yeah, the, you know. What <laughs> about... <laughs> You're a pioneer yourself, so it seems. The girls you date are those storm chasers. That's a good question. Oh gosh, that, you've that's been you've had that one in your back pocket for how long? No, that's freestyle, <laughs> Bubba. Oh yeah, right. uh, I know you. You're not that quick. Oh, you know this program, and you know I've never prepared ever. <laughs> that's okay. That's actually also true. Yes, I do know this. Yeah, okay, uh, fair. Not fair. Prepared, kudos, kudos. Not, not prepared as me right now. As Lobos are up only one. Over Wyoming with nine minutes left in the first half. They play half in men's basketball, Tyler. It's, not it's okay. It's okay. The Lobos are a second-half team this year. It's 100% not true. Oh, whoopsie. Up by three now. Good put back. I believe that was K.J. Johnson out in front. Jenkins. Okay. We're talking about Jackie Robinson a little bit. Talking about the isotopes, Dylan. You said art. I did. Now, there are guidelines for this. Well, you know, I mean, we're accepting everything. I'm accepting of you. Okay, I, I appreciate that. Uh, right. Update, I'm sorry to knock you off, uh, interrupt. Jeff Simbieta just texted me. I know the live game is ahead, a little bit of the live stream. Slightly. And in real time, our time, my boy's walking on the court, Sebastian, the <laughs> Swedish street ball forcing. Oh, and Vegas is going crazy. They're showing the crowd. This is they're flying Swedish flags everywhere. A handful of moments. This place is sport. going insane. This is one of those moments. Just let this bleed. Yeah, forcing at the free throw line. He's looking real comfortable defensively. There's a foul off the ball, and it's not Sebastian. Nice. Lobos take over. He drew a foul? Are you kidding me? That's my dude. I'm telling you. He sees the game unlike anyone else does. Sebastian checks into the game and draws a foul off Nate Barnhart, who's seven foot tall himself, and had to look up to Sebastian. Yeah, look, he's already getting double teamed. Dylan, you know Sebastian pretty well. Is he the best human being on earth? Uh, I imagine he's a pretty good guy. 
imagine he's a pretty good guy. Whenever you see him in the pit and you look, you look at him, you go, damn, I think he's taller than Fred. <laughs> he is taller than everyone. Which is hard to do. You are a large man. Not compared to you. Oh. Bill and I, like, we're friends outside of the show van, unlike me and you. And we'll, we'll go places, and it's very tall and white. We're, we're, we're very tall together. We're very tall together. <laughs> very tall and white. <laughs> it's just like Hank Aaron and his brother. It's like anyone who walks into anywhere with Fred and Albuquerque, it's the tallest duo. Yeah, that's correct. Ex- unless it's the pit, because that would be Sebastian Forsling and anyone standing next to him. Lobo's up by one. All right, give us to us a little bit of this Jackie Robinson stuff. So what are the guidelines for this art? Yeah, so uh, essentially drop off anything. At the ballpark between now and April 14th. You mean I could drop off a, a painting? It, you could drop off a painting. What about a sculpture? I would love a sculpture. Right, what, what about Maybe a piece of... Hold on, slow down with this. We got all segment. Well, some you're, you're not keeping an eye on the clock, then. I actually can't slow down. A piece of literature? What about a piece of literature? Um, well, I would, I would prefer probably some kind of self-created piece of literature. Oh, okay. Yeah, so definitely. If you, if you want to write a story about yeah, Jackie Robinson, if you want to write a poem. And fiction. You know, I'm not as much into like the whole, I just copied this, printed it out, mm-hmm. and okay. and brought it so in. What it, what so if, Fred can't yeah. bring in a Blu-ray of 42. That, right. That okay. is correct. Okay. Now, what about, yeah. yeah, that's a good one, though. What if we made a movie? What about a piece of cinema? I would love that. Like a short film. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about music? Does that count as art? Music? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, spoken word? <laughs> I mean, if, if if you came in and wanted to deliver some kind of Shakespearean sonnet in our oh, in our theater. lobby, You're talking about theater, I would I would I would deliver you the four the four tickets to the game on April eighteenth. This is true. That, what is it, what is that? You doing spoken word stuff? Yeah, just spoken word snap. Yeah. What about a, like <sighs> a, what about like a small sculpture, like a small like architectural, like okay, what if you made like a like a, what's something that's very Jack Robinson asked though? You would maybe like hold back a bust, a bust. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't want to discourage people by kind of drawing the bar, the bar too high. And poems, but I, <laughs> I want, I want people. Here's a, here's a beaut. Let me educate you a little bit, okay, Fred. I know you, I know you need an education from time to time. Sure. One of the, one of the beauties about art is it gives you that freedom to do whatever you want with mm, it. Okay, right. Okay. So. I'm, I'm really leaving this to the creativity of, of the students. Bring in uh, a reflection on Jackie Robinson. Again, it can also mirror? be a... We need a mirror? It can be a, a written piece as yeah. well, and and uh, you'll get those tickets to the so game. If Tyler goes to the barbershop, gets a zero fade up the back, puts a 42 on the back of his head, he gets four free tickets to see Jackie Robinson. Possibly. That, you that don't might, have to that worry about those be. tickets leaving your hand yeah. anytime soon. <laughs> Tyler is also 25, so disqualified. That's that's oh, yeah. true. There is an age limit. Again, this is for, for kids, grades K through 12. But it should be an awesome initiative. We're, we're really pumped on it. It's a great way to also get people thinking about baseball. You know, it's March. It's, it's time for, for us to t- start looking towards spring, thinking about baseball. Opening night's on April 4th. The Jackie Robinson game's on April 18th. We got a whole slew of promotions coming your way again this season. Six mariachi games, two fifty cent hot dog nights, two bark in the parks, our Duke's retro night. It's it's all happening. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, Darby? My my corgi, Darby. Are you talking? Did to you your, hear that? Your dog at I'm, home. I'm talking to my dog at home because mm-hmm. obviously I leave the radio on when I leave. No, you do not. It's a ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten the sports animal. So Darby's really excited for not one but two bark in the parks this year. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring him out. 
Bring him out. First one's on April 23rd. If his dog fitter, Josh Sushan, lets him go is the question. <laughs> now, if, is he friendly? He's not, he's not rabid, I, I presume. Oh, of course not. You met him last year. He's dumb. Okay. Dylan so, Storm, you oh, that's provided right. I gave him a that, scarf. You gave a beautiful mariachi scarf it's, last year. Right. It's possibly Never the saw dumb. that thing again. And you, you haven't because uh, I had to keep it because he looks so cute, and he looks so cute in that picture. <laughs> You'll never guess what's on my Bumble profile. Is oh, of me boy. and Darby in a scarf at Isotope Park. Why am I not surprised? Stormy boy. <laughs> Darby is the dumbest dog I've ever met. Is he? In the history of animals. Oh, Lord. He makes up for it with cuteness and sweetness. Not a good brain, though. You going to hang out with us till halftime? Uh, I can hang out a little bit more. What do you, you got somewhere to be? What's up? I mean, I'm a popular man, you know? It's almost it's getting close to my dinner time. You got them storm chasers going after. Oh, look. So what it is? You got a. <laughs> that what it is? Twister coming? Uh, you know what it is? You know I'm a taken man these days. You're gonna play Twister with storm chasers? That's what's up. Is that what's going on? I'm not that limber. Hey, what's your actual job title with the ice stuff? Marketing and promotions manager. You're not just the voice, right? But but in minor league baseball, you do everything. We wear a lot of different hats, Fred. You know this. Everyone that talks to me about you calls you that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one guy? I know that one guy. I do. Immediately, I know yeah. exactly who you're talking about. I, I, I think I'm flattered by that. <laughs> <laughs> We're seven minutes and 15 seconds of game time away from giving away Snoop Dogg tickets right here on this program with a little, uh, what are we doing, Lobo trivia? Lobo trivia. Lobo trivia. Yeah. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh, 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 When's Ice Tub season start? April 4th. Oh, stoked. April 4th, man. Be one of the first 2,000 fans to the game, and you get a free blanket. That's super sweet because it'll be cold that day. Worry about being chilly, huh? Well, the reason it gets chilly in early April in Albuquerque. The reason I asked, Dylan, when the Ice Tub season start is because I want to know when the Lobo season ends. (laughs) Oh, we're going through March. We're going through March, man. Up by four, five minutes left in the first half. Um, we should be out by 10 right now. Wyoming has brought their defensive game plan. Maldonado hits a three up by one. Maldonado is a good player. Yeah. You don't say. (laughs) Maldonado is a good player. (laughs) House turns and attacks the basket. Worst shot in the history of professional basketball that's played in college. Udezi can't chase down the rebound. Wyoming with it. And they have a chance to take the lead with 430 left in the first half. Slam my head off this desk in front of me. Dylan, how do you handle this? Like, you're the <laughs> biggest Lobo fan of all time. Uh, Fred, I'm not going to lie. I, I was having some heart attacks, you know, back in, in January, February a little bit. There, there were a couple moments. Oh, and we lost 7 out of 10, and we weren't the 16-0 and 0 team that we claimed to be? I was, I was, the, I was too invested, honestly. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I was leaving the pit, and I was going home and watching reruns of the game. And drinking. Well, that's neither here nor there, but maybe there might there may have been a cocktail. Of what of what consequence is that? <laughs> Dylan's gone. I tell her what to do. Yeah. Tell her vodka. Tell her. Tell him. Tell him. Udezi at the line who just went one for two in his last 
series to the line. He was fouled on the floor. His uh, base mask is cool. That's a good sign when Desi's on the line over and over again. House for three, puts it up. No good. Rebound lost out of bounds off the Lobos. It's going to go the other direction. You were in the pit for every single game. I am. The energy there when this team is winning makes this the, the hardest team to ever play. It's so fantastic. It's honestly wonderful. You know, I keep a little a little mental log of, of some of the best games I've ever done or had the, the pleasure and privilege to do. And, and I think back on, you know, you take Boise State, for instance. Right. Right, which goes into OT. We end up with uh, winning with, uh, you know, pretty much virtually a last-second shot by Udeze. Those kind of experiences you just you can't beat. It's literally quintessential college basketball at its ultimate best. And wow. we are so privileged to be able to be fans of this team. House with what appealed to be a steal, when he's, and he's called it a foul. Yeah, and he's going to call for So there's a to-the-basket flagrant, which is where you stop a guy midcourt and he would be unevaded or whatever. I, I doubt you'll get that call here, but Lobo's up one, just a handful of minutes left here in the first half. So, Dylan, you know the pit's rocking when you can't hit, hear your voice I know, I, in I, the pit. If the crowd is so loud, you I can't sh- hear voice of the pit, Dylan Storm, you know it's rocking. I should probably just apologize to all the listeners for the times that I've been scream yelling this, this season. That is you. Yeah, hey, yeah. Spe- um, speaking of yelling, you're about to get yelled at by friend of the show, Bruce Wayne. Wayne, how are you, brother? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I, it, I remember when I was younger, I kind of grew up here for, most, for the most part, but I went to college in Austin, so... I saw what real sports was like, but in any sense, I came back, but I saw how they changed kind of the the fans of where where the student athletes would see, and I think they lost a lot of their home field advantage by changing some of the seating as well. I don't know what your take was in regards to that, but I think when it comes to fans here in New Mexico of the Lobos, they totally treat them like a pro team because there is no pro team here, and sometimes I think they forget that they're just student athletes and young young kids. Uh, 18, 19, 20 years old, and I think uh, sometimes they kind of hold them to maybe a little bit higher criticism and maybe uh, a little bit too intense when it comes to maybe rooting for that team because uh, it's kind of their live and die. And the Lobos, I'm a Cowboys fan, but they're very similar to them where the expectations are a lot higher than they are and they never live up to them um, because they've had some glimpses of looking good and being ranked uh, throughout the years, uh, but never really made it to that milestone, as me even to the Sweet 16. So, I was just curious what your take is. If you think that is the reason why maybe the fans are a little bit more diehard here because there is no other pro team, and then back to levels are somewhat being competitive. Um, so there's always like a glimmer of hope, and they kind of feed off those poor kids' uh, hopes and dreams too much, maybe. Wayne, another hot take. I love it. Uh, I think there is an element of that. But first, let me represent Albuquerque real quick. We don't have a NHL, NBA, NFL, or MLB team, but we have a lot of professional sports here in Albuquerque. And we got Dylan Storm sitting right here from our beloved Albuquerque Isotopes. We got our Duke City Gladiators, New Mexico United, New Mexico Runners. I could keep going on. There's Ice all, Wolves. Yeah. Ice Wolves. There's a lot of professional sports here. But I, I, I get it. I get the point. When Lobo basketball is good, it's the best show in town. And taking away those extra seats a few years ago and, you know, adding the suites, adding the uh, the upper concourse, uh, I think it made it nicer altogether. But when we're filling the pit with 15,500 people, I don't notice that those seats are gone. 
I don't notice that there's any less of a, a home court advantage. I wasn't here at that time. Dylan, when did you start with the team? Uh, 2015. Okay, when when was the remodel? I believe that was 2011. Okay, so it has been... Or maybe maybe before then, actually. Okay, so it's been over a decade? It's been over a decade? I don't know if that's the conversation anymore. And, and you know, Wayne said an interesting thing about Sweet 16, and I talk about this every time someone brings up the Sweet 16. If it was that fanaticism that it's being claimed, we'd be talking about national championships. We wouldn't right. be talking about Sweet 16. Yeah, let's step it up a notch. That's what I'm saying. Let's raise those expectations. The, cause, and I think that's why I get a little bit down on it, because I feel like, and maybe this is just a, and I'm not trying to talk about friend of the show in general, but maybe it's a New Mexico thing where it's like, hey, we're going to set a low bar, and if we don't hit that low bar, we know we didn't do great. Yeah. How about this? How about we set a high bar and come up just short of it? Like, that's way better than setting a low bar. Like, and I'm, I'm interested at the time when we're talking about this team making the tournament every March. And we're talking about this team continually having success. And we were talking to Justin Bietta earlier and talking about the Lobos being a buzz, not just around the Mountain West, but around this country. Like, I'm, I'm about that next step. You know, as I'm about to ask Dylan, like, hey, you're in the pit. You're there for every game. You see 15,000 fans multiple times a season, which you have not seen multiple times in a season until now. Absolutely. As you're seeing that, is there a difference in first-half Lobo fan and second-half Lobo fan? Because I feel like the team has been different in second halves. Does it, does it translate in the building, or does it not feel that way to you? Um, I wouldn't say it feels that, that way to me. Yeah. I, I, think, I, think, that, I think that the fans the fans are always there for this team. Yeah. The fans are always there for this team. And, and they're there in the first half, second half. The, the place is rocking and rolling. You can't ask for a, a better atmosphere for, for college basketball. And I think the team is on that trajectory that, that you mentioned right now. Right? I mean, the thing with, with any sports team is you can't dismiss the chemistry that you currently have. Right? I don't think you can just say, okay, there's always next year. We're going to keep getting better, et cetera. you got to take this year for essentially like the splendor that it was. Yeah. Right? I mean, this has been incredible. The fact that the pit has been so full, the fact, the fact that there's been so much energy, the fact that this team has been ranked in the top 25, the fact that it's jumped in the net by a couple hundred points, th- this has been just an incredible season. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hope very much so that it's far from over, you know, and that it continues to, to grow and, and that it's even better next year. You got to go, Dylan, but you're the best for sticking it out with us. Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, we're going to take you up to halftime. I thought we were going to do it. <laughs> I had a vision. You know the way those last two minutes of a half are, man? They're 20 minutes. They're 20 minutes. There's about, what's that say, a minute 46 left. Game is tied up at 33 apiece. And those that are with us, obviously they have this on their broadcast as well. So thank you very much for taking the uh, the double dipping for doing both. Dylan Tyler's real thankful that you gave him like an hour off. <laughs> Anything I can do for the show. That's oh, Thank you. We're, you're going to be seeing a lot of us coming up here pretty soon. Brother. Yeah, just, too much. Just give me the freaking First off, every home Friday. Gosh. Second off, like every you know really good giveaway, yeah. which is, hey, guess what? All, All of the day, yeah. And definitely every day game. Are you guys going to be on the field again this season? Uh-huh. Are you guys going to come down and do a promotion? We're trying, I know we to, always we're we're trying to throw out a first yeah. pitch on opening day. What's up? You got any pull? Oh, uh, holy smokes. <laughs> uh, hold on. This first is what always, you guys always get a little greedy. You know, you can't just throw out a first pitch. You know, one we person throws, one person catches. It has to be, oh, we each throw a first pitch. We each, you know, have our bios read. You know the shtick. It has to be both of us. <laughs> it has, it's not one of us. It's two men on. Yeah, it's oh, not, fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it, this, I'll I'll make it, it. I'll make it happen. We are two men on. You're that one guy. 
I am that one guy. Yeah, you're right. I love that. First off, that's fantastic. Excellent suggestion on opening night, but I think that's taken that evening. It's, it's accounted for by the legend, the suck. Steve Stucker. Yeah, yeah. Steve Stucker's coming out. That's he, a good night. He's bested me so many times. Yeah. <laughs> I can just hear it in your voice. There's a handful of people that I yearn to be when I grow older. Oh, boy. Steve Stocker at the top of that list. Up there. His where, bed's for Where do I fall in that category? Well, below. You were uh, rungs and rungs below. <laughs> Not that many rungs. No. Yeah, thank you. But, I'm that guy. But plural. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So everyone tells me that, hey, that one guy, Dylan, and when Dylan talks to me, he goes, oh, the pitcher guy. Not from the mound, from the bar. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Every time I call, he says, "What's up? We get him pictures." I go, "Tell him what? What if it's work related?" I mean, that is how we first met. Let's <laughs> not forget. It's how we rekindling. It's how we last hung out. Too. This is a good one. We're thirty-seven seconds away. When we get back, we will have a little Lobo trivia to give away some Snoop Dogg tickets. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Dylan, you're not eligible to win. Well, shoot. <laughs> now, hear me out. <laughs> On your way down to your car, uh-huh. get a fake email account. Good idea. Set it up. A, with a fake name. Uh-huh. Okay. I can do this. And then by the time you pick them up yes. uh, next Monday, you will need to have a fake ID as well. Yes. Lovely. So if you really want these tickets. <laughs> yeah. I can I can commit, you know, commit a little crime, and I'll get some free tickets. This will be wonderful. Well, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. Oh. Is that your bane? <clears throat> oh. No, no, no. <laughs> Not even close. Oh, my God. To be fair is a bane. That was pretty good. That's, that's not bad. Thank you. Um, yeah. A lot of the performers at this thing will have also committed uh, pretty severe crimes. So Perpetually. Yeah, that's their thing. Except uh, for Snoop. Except for Snoop Dogg, who's got a clean record. I think we might get you up to halftime, Dylan. I know you got to go. It's 35-35, Wyoming with the ball, 20 seconds on the ticker, 10 seconds on the shot clock. It's going to come down to the final one. High pick and roll, no, it's a clear out. Motion on the backside, not there. They bring it back out to reset. Five seconds on the shotty. A little penetration, not there. Pull-up three-point jumper is good for Wyoming. Three-point cushion with five seconds left. Lobo's with it at half court. They're now three-quarters court. Pull-up three is no good, and Wyoming will go in at the half up three. We will hit our trivia Whenever we get back. Dylan Storm, thank you so very much, brother. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Whenever we get back, giving away Snoop Dogg tickets. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Amazing with this technical. Selassie died and he left me I'm on the rise. Get my team. Who's Who's on the list? But who's checking this? Yeah, she a dime, but her breath could be stinking. Pussy for me shouting. Dropping down low. I'm feeling this beat. I am into it. Me too. You like some early 90s boom bap? Bringing it back? Lyricism stuff? I'm into it. Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and Burner. <clears throat> the high school reunion tour coming August. DJ 20th. Drama. Put some respect on that man's name. I forgot he was coming. The high school reunion tour is coming to his letter August 22nd. That is a Tuesday. Your boys will be off that night. Because we will be at the studio. We'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. Tyler, are you excited to like hang out or what's up? I'm very excited. I got a question about oh, that though. Okay. Yep. Um. Go ahead. Because uh, so we have Snoop Dogg. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. We, correct. We have Burner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. That mm-hmm. is correct. Who's high school? Um. Yeah. That's so many different high yeah, schools. A lot of different. Warren G. As well as upperclassmen. Um, Snoop. Know. Snoop and Warren G. In too short. That's my high school. Okay. Uh, Wiz Khalifa. Burner. Wiz, Wiz is mine. Burner. Yeah. That's Tyler's. What's mine? Mine's Nelly. None of them. You're in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so I miss me with this one, I guess. DJ Drama, I mean, DJ Drama is all is of it. it. <laughs> DJ Drama's been around a cool minute. I've never heard of um, his talents. Do you have the Sports Animal text line up, Van? Do you have that up in front of you? I do. Okay. What's the number, though, just in case? You can contact the program with the answer to this following trivia question at 505-246-0610, the Sports Animal Hotline, text line. I think I got the question, okay? Okay. And actually, you made the question, so you give the question. Okay. For two tickets, F-O-R, two tickets, Mm -hmm. to the whatever reason, I don't know why it's called, High School Reunion Tour. Mm -hmm. At Isleta Theater on August the 22nd. Isleta Amphitheater. Snoop-a-loop and the Wiz Kid and friends. Oh. Answer the question and text. Do not call. Text. Oh, do not call. 505-246-0610, which is the sports animal text line. Correct. The answer to this question. Are we going with number one or what? Just the first one. Quick draw McGraw, whoever gets it in correctly. That's my favorite way to do this. Okay. Because you know how people try to, like, cheese it? If you're in the car, pull over. Pull over. Don't be texting and driving now. Because I'm about to ask you in what? Can you count it down? I could, yeah. Royal Rumble style? Ten. Nine eight seven six five four three two one. How many University of New Mexico Lobos are on the All Mountain West teams? Oh, that's a good. An- all right, that's a good question. First, second, and third teams all together. How many Lobos are on the All Mountain West basketball team? Now, you just want the number of total men's basketball players represented in the Mountain West Conference? Just the number. You don't even need if, games. If you know nothing about Lobo basketball or basketball, you can literally just guess a number. Yeah. And you might get it right. Okay. I mean, I think that's a pretty good question. How many Lobos were on the All-Mountain West team? And this was announced yesterday. Correct. That's why it's so relevant. Fresh. So you need to know a little bit about the Lobos. And this is first team, second team, third team. Correct. Okay. Now, here's the thing about, like, we're not doing defensive team. Doesn't matter. No, the same, you're on the, one. It'd be yeah. the same people. Yeah. Okay, I'm just putting it out there. Okay. So how many total Lobos are on the 2022-23 All-Mountain West Men's Basketball All-Conference team? I like this one, Van. It's a good question. So text the answer to the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. And the first friend of the show to text us the appropriate answer, they will be the one of the ones that won this one, which was the Snoop Dogg, Warren G, Wiz Khalifa, Burner, other thing and otherwise. The total number of Lobo basketball players on the All-Mountain West men's basketball teams. That's the one. Okay, I like that. It's a good question. So we'll get you a big winner for these two Snoop Dogg tickets. Snoop-a-loop. Snoop-a-loop. Bring your green hat. What does that mean? 
It's from a movie. <laughs> Which? We're going streaking! What is that? From the movie Old School. Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, and one of the Wilsons. You're talking about Anchorman? No. All those guys were in Anchorman? Yeah. So is this Anchorman? Just told you the name of the movie. What's it's it called? called? Old School. I never saw that. It's about a bunch of middle-aged burnouts who want to rekindle their youth, and they join a fraternity. And it's with peak Will Ferrell, and he's very funny. The height of Will Ferrell's powers. I think right before... His what? Right before Talladega Nights, and, or Ankler Man and Talladega Nights is old school. It's funny. I don't think Will Ferrell really made those movies, though. Made them? I don't, he's not what made them funny. You're saying Will Ferrell didn't make Talladega Nights funny? He was. It is an ensemble cast. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Great writing. Let's get that out of the way. I'm just saying. Like, Very sophomoric writing, but it holds up. To me, it was kind of like Adam McKay was on the roll at that time. And I feel like whoever. He could do no wrong. Yeah. And it was whoever he so chose. Which was Will Ferrell every movie. Which I'm not saying was dumb. But. Are there some guys that could have done that thing that was being done? There's a strong possibility. Oh, God. And then Step Brothers right after that? Oh, man. That was a great run. Adam McKay made that. Mm hmm. And Talladega Nights. And Anchorman. They're all the same family. The, the one that no one talks about is the other guys. The other guys is hilarious. So strong. So good. So strong. There's a, there's a, great, right? there's a bit in the other guys with Michael Keaton, we're halfway through the movie for no reason. No reason whatsoever. It, it's not hinted at earlier in the movie. It's not, By the way, I don't mind giving out spoilers to the other guys, which has been like theatrically released for at least 13 years now. <laughs> There's a bit in the movie where Michael Keaton's character just starts referencing TLC all the time. Yes. and It's, it's genius. It's brilliant. <laughs> Only thing that tops that bit is the Dirty Mike and the Boys bit. No, that's not as good. Where they good. keep breaking into his Prius. It's not as good. And making sweet, sweet, homeless love. Mm, I'm telling you, though, it, that is not as clever as this. Because that, that, that's a raunch thing. And I'm not super into raunch comedy. Oh, God, I am. And they did it so well. Yeah, there's a brilliance there. Thanks for the F shack. I don't know what. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like, that's not. That is not funny to me. What is funny to me is. When you start dropping TLC lyrics into regular conversation, yeah, and watching people, hey, hey get it together, boys! I don't want no scrubs here. Yes, <laughs> very brilliant. About half an hour left in the program. When we come back, we'll announce our big winner. They call it a soup kitchen, Fred. Two, I don't get that. <laughs> Is that a some of another dirty Mike and the boys yeah, reference? No, see, I didn't get it. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Congratulations to friend of the show, Matt. The answer is three to how many Lobos made the All-Mountain West team. Jamal Mashburn made the first team. Jalen House made the second team. Morris Udesi made the third team. So there you go. Three. The answer was three.
Desi was robbed. What? He's on the team. Should have been at least second team. Does it really matter? Sebastian Forsling should have been third team. He is on the Lobos. (laughs) House ties it up with 1650 left in the second half, 44 all the way around. It's uh, much closer of a game than I'm happy about. Yeah, I would like to be a little bit distanced from the opponent right now, but hey, Wyoming's hitting threes. This Maldonado kid can shoot. Hunter Thompson loses one out of bounds. He plays for the Cowboys, therefore the Lobos get it back. I mean, watch out for when House starts to heat up. And that kind of momentum right there, that's going to be an absolute red light special coming up if we can get House hot right here. 44 up, Lobos in possession. They're going to come off a high pick and roll. Udezi takes it. He's going to play it over. I believe that's to Jenkins. Excuse me, that's Mashburn Jr. Pull-up jumper. No good from straight away. Offensive board not collected by the Lobos. It's going to go the other way off the foot of Allsick. Josiah Allsick, a.k.a. Sideshow Bob's Burgers. What is that one? I don't get that one. It's okay. I'm not hip, dude. I know. We know. Everyone knows. I had a friend earlier today ask me to go to a dark lunch with her. Like I said, what is that, like booze? Turns out it's just a lunch where you don't count the calories. I had no idea. Okay, that's new to me. I think it's hot girl stuff. I am definitely counting calories right now. Thanks to my friends that Evolve Strong. I'm getting quite strong. This, uh, this medium doesn't fit me very well. I'm going to rip buttons out of this. That's not true. Oh, is it not? It actually looks pretty good. Thank you. There is a difference in, like, regular language and hot girl language. Oh, totally. Hot girl language is, like, interpretive. You know what I say a lot whenever someone's talking to me in hot girl language? I say, oh, I know what you mean. That's a lie. It's a lie every time I say, I do not know what you mean. Lobo's chasing three after the Wyoming finishes a three-point play on the offensive end. Mashburn Jr. with a pull-up jumper, free throw line, or a step inside. He hits that one. It's now a one-point difference. Just under 16 minutes in the second half. Wyoming doesn't look to be in a hurry. No, they're not. They're setting up for good shots. I mean, they're they're in a hurry on defense. They're playing yeah. really hard defense. You could see the effort. Offensive set here. Wyoming tries to attack the basket. It's a reach-in foul. It's going to go against House. Unless they tell me in graphic how many fouls he has, I do not currently know. I'm sure the live stats are available somewhere. Mexico's chasing one. They're going to go to timeout. I don't know, man. Like, the thing about this team, which is the hotness that they were when this thing started, then the re-excitement that I thought I saw, they had two Ws in a row, but then they caught Wyoming. Wyoming put it on them by, what was it, 13-14, whatever it was? Yeah. I mean, they had their game of the year. They shot lights out. Wyoming. And they're doing it right now, too. Except for that Lobos are keeping up this time while Wyoming is shooting the lights out. This is the one team where Wyoming's like, we can get one win in the tournament. They looked at the Lobos, and they're like, we know we can because we did. Yeah, they've already done it. They already did it. I mean, they're a way higher seed. It's not like you have to creep up on them. I mean, they're just, you can know you they can compete already. Mm-hmm. The Mountain West is a lot better than I thought it was going to be, like in a lot of ways. At the beginning of the year, like as conference play was starting, I just didn't see any talent out there. And maybe I was, it's because I was 
looking at the Lobos and looking everywhere else, and I, I saw sixteen and zero or fourteen and zero wherever we were. Right. And I've got a they got a bunch of squads out here. One point finish in the first game, overtime finish in the second game. This one here is neck to neck to neck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this team's not out twenty. There's like a play down aspect. Are you playing down to Wyoming or are they playing up to you? Well, they're draining threes is what they're doing. Yeah. Step away one more time. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of multi-level marketing schemes. So good. We'll do that whenever we get back. We'll wrap up the program. The game will not be over by the time it's over here, so you can have reaction to the game tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Make sure you tune into them for that. We will have reaction tomorrow afternoon. And as the Mountain West broadcast rejoins here, Van, because when we go to timeout, it's just like a graphic, it's exactly what you talked about, which is just highlights of three after three after three. Correct. They're nailing them. And then there's always the traditional one, too, right? Going to the basket, drawing the foul, doing that thing. When it comes to fouls, like all game, you could tell that the Wyoming is, ain't too proud to beg for sure. No, that's Because they'll point. throw their hands up immediately. Yeah. That's a really good descriptor. I don't know if I've heard it ever described that way, but I, as soon as you said it, I was following your thought process. The ball's inbounding here, and we'll be back with our live coverage and today's I-9 Varsity after this. Tune in on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Basketball game just went to break. I didn't look at the score before I went, so I'll give it to you as soon as they get back. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of multi-level marketing schemes. League Office 280 and I-9sports.com, 505-312-4999. I'm taking all the registrations right now, soccer, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading. If you're not familiar with the I-9 Varsity, uh, first of all, welcome. That's a big deal to us. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Thank you for singing out to the end of the show. If you joined us during the middle of the show, this is now the end of the show. You made it halfway. If you're here at the beginning of the show, we're now currently at the end of the show. You made it the whole way. If you just stopped in for the end of the show, that's better than no show. So thank you for showing here at the end of the show. If you're just here for the I-9 Varsity. That makes sense. That tracks. Look, we get it. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard the program before, friend of the show. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of multi-level marketing schemes, okay? Well, how does the I-9 Varsity work, so what Fred? What it is, it's a compilation, a combla- a, it's a pile. We put together a pile. A pile, okay. Of what we believe to be the varsity level of the uh, assigned topic. So this one is multi-level marketing schemes. It's not the JV level. It's not the freshman team. It's not the B squad. It's definitely not intramurals. This is the varsity squad, okay? Coming back from the commercial break, they're showing... The Lobos fans behind the Lobos bench sure. and uh, well represented. So good job, Lobo fans. Five point lead to the home team currently as we speak. Today's I University, the I University of multi level marketing schemes. Who would like to go first? Oh, I'm sure I can kick it off here. Feel free, my man. First on my I 9 Varsity of Pyramid Schemes, I'm going to go with eating food. Okay. The money always goes to the top. I eat every day, multiple meals. And you know what? I've skipped a few, Fred, and I was fine. No. I, don't, I don't have to just eat all the time and just consume a bunch of calories. They say I have to eat to live. I've never really tested it out. I don't think it's true. 
So I think a pyramid scheme is eating food. I don't, I don't super know what you're talking about here. <laughs> um, I'm trying to follow. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm trying to follow. Okay. Are, are you saying Equinox? Are you talking about Equinox? Is that what you're talking about? We'll get there. <laughs> Tyler. All right. I'm going to kick this off with possibly the most famous and most well-known of all the schemes, uh, the infamous Ponzi scheme. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah. That's a good by the, uh, From the Roaring Twenties. Ponzi. That's right. And the and notorious Stanford Financial Group. Number one. I know because he used the word notorious, he's reading something. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's uh, Metabolife, boys. Put Metabolife on the list. It um, made, by, made by hot girls in San Diego. It was just a bunch of hot girls trying to trick you and thinking you could look hot. It uh, ceased right when I was in high school. But I remember, no, like right after, like, oh, five. And all the uh, wannabe hot girls at my high school were like, just take Metabolife. Yeah. Make, make you hot like these hot girls based in San Diego. I said, well, this is this is St. Louis. This is not San Diego. This is. I don't care how much Metabolife you take, <laughs> yes. Janice. You keep eating toasted raviolis. It's not going to happen. Figure it out, Karen. <laughs> Got to go to the gym, too. So there you go. Sybil. What you got, man? All right, next on my I-9 varsity mm-hmm. of pyramid schemes, I'm going to go with drinking water. All right. So, look, I got some right in front of me right now. Water. I've been told that it's healthy, it's really good for me. Uh-huh. Oh, drive to the lane. Finish Beautiful shot. Lobos go up seven. But it was a, not a no call, but a lot of physical contact and down to the court. I believe that's Mashburn. No... Oh, it's not? Johnson? Jenkins? No, it's House. So we're not getting a number on it. All right, here's the replay. So it's KJ Jenkins. It is Jenkins. Yeah, so Jenkins went out finished hard, and he's uh, holding his eyes. I don't really know what that was. I think he'll be fine. Bonked his head, I believe. So I'm sorry, you were saying that you hate water? So people tell me I got to drink water every day, and let me tell you what. Mountain West Tournament is in Vegas. I've like, been in Vegas for a few days, not had a drip of water. Wait, are you talking like like traditional water or like a detox water? Are you talking like a like a water that cleanses your system? No, dihydrogen monoxide water. The, that's I've dangerous. gone days without drinking water, and I've been fine this whole time. I'm not terribly sure, and I think I'm going to take this all the way. I'm starting to figure out big food and big water. These are all just pyramid schemes. They're hustling us into doing these things. I don't think we need to do any of it. Jeez. Jeff Simbietta is sending us courtside <laughs> pictures of Sebastian Forsling underneath the basket van. Okay. Thank you for that. And he is uh, looking very strong, unlike your I-9 varsity on hating water. Tyler, what do you got? I-9 varsities. Um, I'm actually going to take Van's approach. We're going to be against shelter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, step out of the way, uh, Pyramids of Giza. There's a new pyramid in town, and it is the Girl Scouts. That w- <laughs> I'm against that. What? Yeah. Pyramids. They're, yeah. they're a pyramid scheme, I think. Girl Scouts are right? nailed it, Tyler. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> this one is a little more loosely con- conceptualized. Yeah. Okay. Hot girl stuff is a thing. Yeah. Like, I talk about it regularly, like, like a hot girl can convince you to do anything. Yeah. The opposite of that, because I do feel that hot girls cr- create and are part of multi-level marketing schemes. Boss bitches, on the other hand, no. If you are a boss babe, 
I am not in. Like, if you DM me or message me or direct anything me, and you have identified publicly in any circumstance as a boss babe, I am at. I am in no way interested at all in your Avon. At all. Miss me anyone who's ever self-identified as a boss babe. Mary Kay is a big one. Mary Kay is a huge one. Yeah. Not for me, boss babes. What do you said Yankee Candles earlier. That's another one. That's a boss babe one. You know, in real life, my folks got caught up in one, and they had no idea until it was too late. Was it a wine one? It's for Melaleuca. Is that a, line, lo, it's a, a wine one? tea tree oil supplement. Oh, perfect, yeah. Yeah, same stuff. All right, next on my I-9 varsity of pyramid schemes, I'm going with sleeping. I'm not sure you actually need any of this. this- I think I'm being fooled in the thinking that I need to sleep. All right, so I've now my whole life people have been trying to sell this okay. to me, and I'm not sure that I actually need it. Is it because I've skipped a lot of sleep? Is it people or is it Maslow? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. What do you really need in this world? Lobos up seven as this game continues. Corner three for Wyoming, no good. Board goes to the Lobos. They're in transition. It's a three on one. Mashburn attacks the basket, finishes, does not finish at the basket, draws the foul, but Forsling is playing the whole second half. I love this so much. Tyler, continuing today's I-9 varsity, what do you got for multi-level uh, marketing schemes? Multi-level marketing. I'm talking against uh, six-packs abs, like abs in general as a as a as a fitness goal, I think is a problem. That's, I think that that's some sketchy. There's something that's mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Tyler. Let me for the people. Let me improve your joke a little bit here, Tyler. Are you ready? Okay. Um, so I know a lot of people in my life that I call unemployed. Right. They call themselves entrepreneurs. Uh huh. There you go, Tyler. Try that one. That one missed me. That's because they're not unemployed. They're. They're working from home 25 hours a week, making $1,000 a day. So they claim. So you claim. On social media. I can't park my car in my garage because of all these essential oils. But I'm a strong, independent woman. I don't take nothing from nobody. Yeah, except you. Please take from me these ugly-ass leggings, and you can get three of them for a subscription. Would you like to buy my $75 leggings or would you like to get three of the exact same ones from Target for $20? <sighs> Join my cult. The biggest one's Advocare, right? That one's terrifying. Tyler beat me to my last one. It's exercise. Mm-hmm. I've gone long stretches of my life without exercising and I'll be fine. Who needs to sweat old wives tale pyramid scheme garbage? Wasn't Rio Rancho founded on a pyramid scheme? Correct. That's crazy to me. The whole city. Just du- had no clue. Just duped a bunch of Manhattan retirees. They're going to move to paradise and create brand new Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what the biggest one is that we didn't even really bring up? Scientology. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Horovitz. Are you Lewis and Clark fans? Well, you can be explorers, but only with money. Listen here, Merriweather. Oh, my boy's got the ball. To- okay, that was fast. A little pick and roll by Sebastian. The Jalen House nails it. Lobos go up 11. Large lead buddy. the game. Did you notice what happened when they brought Sebastian, the Swedish street ball, forcing into the game? This run happened immediately. Did sustain it. 
You're correct. It's a good day of the program. We don't see, like, minute-by-minute numbers or daily numbers. It comes in quarters here yearly for the show. Correct. This had to have been the smallest audience we ever had. I'm assuming it's our smallest audience. Like, of all time. Of all time, including the Saturday program. Final words, man? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but go Bows and get the update on the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Tyler, where are you at this weekend? Uh, I'm going to be at Dry Heat Comedy Club this weekend and every weekend. Pull up on us. There you go. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burkis.